here we are. Welcome. It's Abarax's Precipice. This is What's our. Up? <laughs> uh, this is our <laughs> fancy horror one shot. Kind of celebrate the the fun season of the Halloween scaries and the like. Uh, we are Abarax Precipice. We are a the Expanse role playing game actual play. Uh, and Expanse RPGs put out by Green Run Publishing. Um, tonight is a one-shot titled Escape from Eros, uh, where we're going to kind of reenact kind of the, the common folks on Eros during the incidents in, in Leviathan Wakes, if you will, in the, the first season. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, but it is a charity stream. We are actually raising money tonight for Take This, which is a great little charity that uh, seeks to... Uh, create awareness and uh, abate the stigma of mental health and then also um, help grant people access to resources um, and in doing so tonight uh, if you follow the link that we just posted in the chat here uh, you can go ahead and donate money and actually interact with the stream uh, doing things like granting rerolls or um, give it, helping someone find an extra item they might help them out take away an item uh, help them regain some fortune uh, but you can kind of screw with the narrative a little bit here and there uh, via donation. So, uh, and if you know whatever you want to give is, is good. Anything you give, little, little small drops in the bucket, fill the bucket. You know. Um, in addition, we are also uh, we also are welcoming two guest players that we have not played with before, uh, both Emily and Troy. So, Emily, why don't you tell the folks at home who you are and where they can find you? thing. Hello, I'm Emily. I'm very, very, very excited to be here. Uh, you can also find me um, producing and hosting and voice acting on the RPG podcast 20 Sided Stories, uh, as well as the bi-weekly D&D 5e show, Second Start at the Right, um, and just around the TTRPG corners of the internet doing fun stuff like this. All right, awesome. And then next up we have Troy. Howdy, I'm Troy Hewitt. I am. Uh, I work for Green Ronin Publishing. I'm uh, the community nerd, and I do things like communicate and share prizes and talk to streamers. And uh, I also uh, host the uh, Mutants Masterminds Monday and uh, Thursdays with Owen Casey Stevens. Um, that's 2 p.m. Pacific, you know, in all the places. <laughs> Very cool. And they'll be uh, in the chat. They'll be posted up kind of uh, where to find them. And you can also find our... Our classic players here, both uh, Scott and Sam, who you may know from our consistent cast, but I'm not gonna have them introduce themselves because they're always here. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right, and last but not least, uh, we have a giveaway tonight. Uh, we're actually gonna give away uh, to someone in the chat uh, this cool little setup of uh, our Aero Survival Kit. So we have a, a Baratas Gas patch, we have so cool. a CPM patch, and we have a MedTech patch uh so one lucky winner will get all this night uh the word of the night is take this all one word type that into the chat and you will be oh. uh, uh entered to win actually i'll make sure it pops up right now for you guys there it is uh take this and you get to enter to win and we'll do it at the end of the, we'll pull a winner at the end of the chat or the end of the uh stream all right so anything before we begin you guys good you ready well, yeah Let's i think so it. now the horror begins uh <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Arrow Station was once the crown jewel of the belt. The large asteroid field, well, just well, right between um, Mars and uh, Jupiter. 
has been mined for hundreds of years, uh, utilized, and Eros was the first station, first asteroid where they built a station and they spun it up for artificial gravity. So the gravity kind of pushes you outwards. Um, unfortunately, well, I don't know if it's unfortunately, it's the, it was kind of a practice run for the real show, which was to build up Ceres, a much larger asteroid uh, dwarf planet into a much more advanced docking station set up in the like. And as such, Eros has suffered over the last few dozen decades, we'll say, half dozen decades. People that live there are kind of on the outs, and the main the, the main focus now of Eros isn't so much as a shipping place, there's a place to move materials, but it's kind of a uh, R&R place, we'll say, in a kind way, uh, with gambling, a casino being at the forefront of it, along with uh, ample amounts of legalized prostitution and... Uh, other types of gaming, drinking, whatever kind of vice you're into, it's there. Uh, so, the um, various numbers of you have come to Eros for your own reasons, um, but currently you're all sitting respectively in your own positions or working or doing what you may be doing uh, in a place called the Savory Bond, a small kind of a noodle slurp shop uh, that has, it's kind of off from the main beaten path, closer to the center of the station, uh, so where the Coriolis is a little more disorienting, especially to those that are from Earth, but it's a place to kind of get away from the mainstays and the bright lights of everything. Um, it's a, you know, it's got a standard little bar where you can go up and order some ramen or whatever you may want. Uh, some few little tables here, you can go to the bar and get some uh, bowls of beer, um, a little bit of hard alcohol here and there, and it has a half a dozen pachinko uh, machines in the back that people kind of like to gamble on and, and come come out here for. It's a, um, it's just kind of a straightforward, uh, just kind of out of the way locals primary place. Um, other things on Eros that have been kind of noticed is that uh, a few a few months ago, almost almost a year now. Uh, Progen, who was the security contractor, and actually a very high-end security contractor, all things considered, kind of moved out. Uh, their contract expired, and then they brought in a new, cheaper organization called CPM, which has been nicknamed by the locals as Carne por la Machina, uh, Meat for the Machine. And while Purgen cleaned up a lot of the crime on Eros. CPM seems to have brought more crime in that most of their employees just seem to be kind of on the take. They're easily to, they're easy to bribe, um, and they're refitting the security system. But the main thrust is they suppose they're going to insert some sort of new, much more advanced AI-focused security system instead of having high-end uh, officers. It's kind of a more of a surveillance kind of based uh, system is what they're pitching, and it seems like they're they're definitely skimping on their training and quality of police officers. Um, all right. So in this shop, um, you can see the, the local, the bartender, the owners, the cook hanging out. Um, there's some people kind of just mulling about, going about their time. There's a pachinko repair person in the back. It looks like they're trying to fix some of the machines from various stickiness and stuckness due to the weird gravity of the area with the, with the pachinko balls. Um, a, uh, several lo locals look like belters. You can see the tattoos and the kind of common uh, OPA type representation here and there. But the one thing that's kind of peculiar is a, is a one table where a pair of earthers and actually decent attire, like respectable like shirts and such, are sitting talking. 
And uh, their conversation has seemed to come to a point where they seem to have some sort of agreement. Um, I'd like to take a moment then and listen in on that conversation between one uh, Dr. Barrington and Frank Zagura. Barrington, you've made the right choice. This is going to work out for you in ways that I can barely describe. Makes me very happy. I think uh, I think we can make this work really well. I think so. Now we just got to get out of here and we got to do it quietly. You got any ideas? Well, I think we came a little overdressed. I think so. Uh... Alisa, you, you, you've been living on Eros your entire life. Come to this place maybe once a week uh, after a fight. Uh, you guys notice this one, everyone in the bar knows this one belter with a fair number of bruises on their face. Some are hidden by the tattoo, some are not. Um, but you see uh, like the out-of-place earthers, you see the pachinko repair person. Um, what are you, uh, do you, are you, do you, do you usually talk to the bartender here? Who do you, who do you like to talk to? Do you like to drink by yourself? What's the situation? Yeah, I imagine it's like with the bartender. Uh, so just like, what a damn Urtas always showing up in places where they know the good food is, huh? money. But the script spend, it's spend, you know? We gotta keep this place spinning, right? You know? I mean, not all of you can come in here and afford the, these, these good noodles. These fungal noodles, they get expensive. They pay, they pay well. Why do I even bother to, to wear the things on the neck like that? It's better to choke them with, I think. Uh, you wouldn't count no, you wouldn't count no belt of loaded dead in one of those. They call your head go pop right off when they hit 2G. Yeah, uh, they're innocent. They never know those things, though. I kind of want to watch it, though, if that happened. <laughs> and you, you, you kind of have a fun conversation with Malin, the bartender, or someone you've you've known for a while. And you're you're a welcome sight there. Uh, you you know that like Malin has always been kind of whenever you're you have a fight that's broadcasted, uh, Malin will be one of the ones to show it for sure, and people kind of gather around and, and it's kind of your home bar. But it's off the main beaten path, you know, so it lets you kind of still have some anonymity when you walk the other main corridors. Mav, is it Mav? It's Mav, right? Maeve. Maeve. Dave, Eros has been profitable for you. Uh, and whatever your dreams are to do with money, regardless, is profitable. Uh, Pachinko Repair has been a fine, fine scam. Uh, working for the major casinos and doing some freelance work uh, here for places like the Savory Bond. Um, they have half a dozen machines. It's not a big operation. They're not there. It's more of just kind of a way to keep people sitting around drinking if, if more than anything here uh, versus the actual profiteering of the gambling. Um, this one machine is actually giving you kind of a bugger of a time. It seems like it's got some the the various uh, pachinko balls are stuck in there. The, the Coriolis here, the, the gravity effect is kind of awkward. It's being the Eros is basically a potato shape spinning in space. <laughs> Uh, this specific one is giving you kind of a little bit of a hassle. Um, tell me about like your repair style. Uh, it's it's down and dirty, you know. Okay. Like if you got to kick a machine to kick to get a ball going, you got to kick a machine to get a ball going. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm probably making uh, a decent amount of noise trying to unstick the ball bearings. 
So you you guys are kind of sitting trying to maybe enjoy yourself a little quiet, trying to have a conversation, our two Earther friends, and this this pachinko machine across the room, you hear it banging around, uh, the bells and the whistles in it going off as you see this belcher with their arm well over halfway into it, trying to like get the <laughs> extra ones. That said though, it does kind of make sense, like these belchers with their thin arms, their longer arms, they'd be good at reaching the hard reach places. She's going to end up stuck. I don't, I, I don't think that's good. I don't think it's good either, but I do want to see this play out. I'm wondering if she's going to be able to get it to work. Whoa. Yeah, she's... I got this. I, I got this. No, <laughs> no worry. Go back to priestess. I, I, I'm going to... Kalisa, when you... Shit of the freaking... Your fellow, your fellow Belter Loda is reaching in this machine without really paying attention to its potential to tip over. Uh, you think you might be able to get over there and brace it before it completely falls over. Uh, yeah, I'll go do that, and I'll also just kind of say to um, Malin, obtain credit, she don't get it done. And I go <laughs> grab grab the thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't need no broken machine or no cleanup in here. You go over and you help you help uh, this this belter. You just look like any other kind of technician belter on the station. Uh, make sure the machine doesn't fall over and uh, she doesn't lose her arm. Oh, got this, uh, you think you really got it? It got about to fall on your head, no? I think I maybe just saved your life. <laughs> Thank you, Copain. <laughs> I think maybe you did. Dang, somebody must have gotten mad at this machine. What did it do to them? I saw the dude the other day. The thing, the thing, uh, yeah, he get mad at it because he loses money. What else people do? They get mad at a machine like that, no? I, sometimes I think they just look for a reason to punch things. Well, it keeps me employed. I don't mind. Speaking of punching, uh, Maeve, Maeve, I got it right, right, Maeve? Yeah. Okay, I always forget stuff. All right, I need to do more sticky notes on my monitor. Uh, you recognize this belter, uh, pretty burly, actually, all things considered. Uh, you've seen this belter fight a few times in, like, the boxing matches, um, both, we'll say, legal and not so legal. Now, hold on a second. You look familiar. Have I have I seen you fight before? Probably, yeah. I mean, fight, get punched, do a little punching, make some money. Probably. Oh, I remember you. You you beat that guy's face in with your bare fist. It was real impressive, especially considering the gravity. Yeah, I like it when the blood doesn't really fall directly down, especially when it sometimes hovers a minute before it go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what's up with these uh, inners here and the suits? Now, I don't know. It seems a little uh, overdressed for the locale, if you ask me. The, uh, what are the weights you're down? looking at anyway, huh? Just go back to your... Go back to your stoop. We just do a better business here. Uh, the... I'm not sure, but I think they're kind of. Yeah, I don't know if we should just sit here, or if we should slink out, or hide, or I have no idea. The, the wait staff comes over and uh, with your the the data pad to take your uh, money and zero out your account for the day and such. Then says uh, anything else you gentlemen uh, want? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have a back door to this place? 
They kind of laughed. They, they go, she goes, hey, man, this one wants a back door to play. And Mana laughs. He goes, back door? She's like, it goes with solid rock. You go uh, you go to the core of Eros to go to the back All door. Right. And, and everyone kind of laughs. And like um, both uh, Maeve and, and Kalisa, you hear this, and everyone kind of like gawks at these earthers, like thinking there's a, a back door. Uh, Arrington, why did you choose this place of all places? Could be worse. I don't think so. A little, little bit. Uh, all right, maybe. As you as you say that, um, everyone's data pad begins chiming, and there's all the, the displays in the place. There's like four or five displays. Like they usually show like games and stuff like that, or kind of fun stuff that you can do on Eros. They all come over with this uh, like warning, and and right when you do, you can feel through like the 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 floor and the walls, and you can even see the displays. Everything shakes for about like a second and a half. Uh, you can see some of the dust like off of the uh, the raw rock ceiling kind of come off. Um, nothing falls, nothing that bad. Uh, belters are pretty good about securing stuff down, but uh, it definitely something happened. And all these warnings start kind of popping up around the, uh, on the different displays and including your things that are saying like emergency alert. Um, you're welcome to open it up or watch the screens or whatever you want to do. Oh, oh hey, the ball's screen. unstuck. The Wait, ball's... but also, what's happening? What is, what is this? So, um, what's up? I was just gonna look at my data terminal. Okay. You guys look it up and it's saying uh, there's been a ship explosion on the station, um, specifically on dock 2A. I was going to start Doc 2B. Uh, it's, a, it's a ways from you guys. It's, it's well over, like, it's on the, the very edge of the station. Obviously, the docks are on the edge of the station. They're not in the center of the station. That'd be weird. Um, but uh, you, you you see there's an explosion, and it's saying, like, please await further instructions. Uh, stay where you are. Uh, if you're safe, stay where you are. I don't know if we're really safe here, but it might not be a bad idea to stay here, too. We have got to get out of here. I cannot stand another minute of this, and we've got to get to the ship. Okay, we can go. So your, your ship's set to leave uh, in, a, in a few hours. Um, you guys kind of, like, start gathering your stuff up, pay your bill, and and the, the partner's, hey, go ahead, no, you got to be safe, man. You don't know what's going to leak out of that ship. You don't know if maybe the reactor blew. A whole that whole side of the station. Which uh, which dock is your station? Is your is your ship in Goyo? Asking you, Frank. You want to take a look on your ticket? Yeah, I'm looking on my ticket. Your yours is in actually dock, two uh, D, which according to the map that you have is only like two berths over from where this explosion was. Uh, it looks like, and you can you're kind of looking at the map, and that was an overlay of the emergency thing, and you can see that like this symbol for radiation starts kind of uh, pulsating in those areas. And they go, oh, shoot, it looks like the bottle blew in that thing. I bet that whole place is gone. We're going, man, you ain't getting off this station that way, man. You're going to have to find another way off. Well, he's right. There, it, this is The devastation is... There's radiation blocking our way. We're never going to get to the ship. Uh, Different ship, maybe? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, you've greased a few palms before, Frank. It's not an issue if you want yeah. to go and hit someone's ship. And there's another, there's a whole other berth on a whole other docking station on the other side of the station. There's actually three major docking places uh, positions on this place that you could easily. You're sure you can, you can afford someone. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, is there someone around that I'm talking to about this, or am I? Uh, you could try to ping out if you want to, like try to like put a query into those docs and like try to like, do a search for it if you want to spend some time yeah. doing that. Okay. You yeah, guys definitely. See, you guys see this? Um, uh, Barrington, you're kind of sitting there. You see this? You see him start going through, looking for like uh, different ships and everything, like, going through these different lists. Um, Kalisa and uh, uh, Maeve, what do you what do you guys want to do? Uh, I'm definitely going to stay inside um, and sort of keep against a, a wall and not move for the moment. And the shaking has stopped. It, it didn't continue at all. It was just the one. Okay. But it definitely felt like something exploded, I mean, something big. And the, the whole the whole asteroid is about 12 kilometers in uh, length or so. So, like, uh, you're talking about an explosion that would have been through, you would have felt through solid rock about six kilometers out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then I'm gonna cautiously keep doing my job. Okay, you keep on your job. What about Kalisa? Yeah, I should have fine. I just need another drink. It'll probably make it better. It usually works for everything else. And you guys can see some people outside the place, kind of like moving around. They're kind of not to say panicking, but they're like they're worried. They're definitely worried. Just kind of talking. Uh, Malin's like, I, I don't know about that. It's ship blowing up. You think it OPA? In a OPA, it don't matter. Something blow up, something uh, don't blow up. Uh, we just do our thing anyway, right? What are we gonna do? I don't got no ship like those uh, inners over there. Sound like they got one? I don't got anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, CPM will come and they'll tell us what to do. They're here to secure us, right? They keep us safe. We got like we got like stations on here first aid med we got a hospital here we can we can we'll be okay it's, it's not a problem stuff like that happened they always wait for that i feel bad for the the coils of the die in that i bet a bunch i bet a bunch of dock workers go a put yeah hey uh and i say to um the, what is it the pachinko 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 repair like i say hey sisata you want a shot to ride out whatever this storm gonna be Sure, I can work and drink. You want one too, uh, Malin? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I took a shot too. Get the edge off. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, we got some donations, everyone. Uh, Maeve, you have a reroll. I have a reroll. You have a reroll from the crowd, and I have to say to uh, just real quick, a uh, th special thank you to uh, Ty Frank, uh, one of half of James S. A. Corey, who just donated a hundred dollars to our cause. So thank you so Thanks. much, Ty. That means a lot. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. Very cool of you. Um, but I'll keep that in. We got a lot of we got, and uh, I have a. Uh, I gave my. I donated some money to give myself something because you know, I'm a special boy. Um, Eating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so. Um, the the stuff starts coming up and it starts talking about like radiation leaks throughout the station you start seeing the radiation kind of symbols start popping up it looks like this explosion might have started hitting some of the infrastructure um and it looks like it was a, enough big that the radiation might have even spread over the surface of eros affecting other docks it's not sure yet they're still not unclear but what they're doing is it looks like they're asking people to start, start taking shelter in some of the radiation stations there's like there's like rad shelters on the station um, they're like solid rock with like lining and they can go ahead and you people can get in there and uh, uh, you know be safer we'll say 
what kind of nothing like this has really happened right this is like really really out of the ordinary just being on this station like maybe there's been drills or something you had drills as a kid i mean there was you know when you were a kid you watched like cartoons that told you about teddy the detector and Teddy the detector would like detect things and then he would know to like run to the uh the shelter because he was a good boy and that was a smart thing to do is to be in the shelter. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's like a goofus and gallant thing, but you know, in space and radiation and suffocation. Uh, <laughs> it's a little more extreme. A little more extreme. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, right, so we're Frank and be like, do you, do you know where these shelters are? You guys have no clue. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, ask. Yeah, Malin's like, hey, all right, everybody, hey, look, look like we're gonna get out. We're closing up shop. Everybody, uh, we're gonna get the shutter. We're gonna get the place locked up. Uh, everybody, you gotta get out. No, CPM's gonna come through and clear us out and push us up. Uh, if you, you two others, the inners, yeah, uh, 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 I know you knew here, and I'm trying to tell you how to do your business, but the rad station off to the left, you follow up. Uh, uh, Lisa, uh, uh, Maeve, you, you take them, right? You make sure they get safe. They, they tip well, I want them to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, some of them are yeah, kind okay, of joking okay. about it. Yeah, right. no problem. I'm just, uh, just make sh- Yeah, to, uh, what is the name of the To Teddy the Detector? Teddy the Detector. Uh. <laughs> always detecting. Yeah, Teddy the Detector. Always detecting. That's, that's, a, that's kind of a fun little thing. <laughs> that's yeah. a little riff. <laughs> that is a little riff, yeah. You gotta get kids into it, man. They love rhymes. They love the kind of that's little right, things. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And I would imagine at this point, there's like, it's like a, a junk, but it's also a little bit of fear coming in now of like, don't like the radiation things every time. I don't want any more weird growths on my body, you know? <laughs> I don't want that either. Yeah, we don't want that either. I think, you know, we are definitely at first a little defiant, but it's looking pretty serious. So we're... In worst case scenario, you wait it out, you know, you sit in a box for until they get all clear. It looks like based on what you're seeing is that like they're going to have the engineers check out the leak, lock the leaks down. They'll be in full back suits and going into the stuff. They, you've seen that kind of procedure before. You've been on ships where there's been a potential leak. Um, this one looks like a ship actually exploded, which means its core went out, which means the whole that whole section is going to be take a little while to clean up and to uh, fix. And even the ships might need some cleanup, too, out there. Um, OK, so uh, you get onto the hallway here, kind of a, kind of the, the, the it's a lot danker, a lot more damper than the the actual place you're in, which is a little bit cleaner. It was kept up. Um, and you can see on the side, I mean, this place is poor. Like, there's, like, places where people are not sleeping on the streets, but there's, like, old, like, it looks like it used to be maybe, like, a, um, not like a bus stop, kind of the equivalent of a bus stop. And then people have, like, taken everything out of there, put, like, a mattress in there, and have, like, a curtain onto it. And you can kind of see where people are sleeping. And, like, as far as the Earthers are concerned, it's, like, a, they sleep in closets, basically. Um, where the... You that are locals, you're, this is how kind of we live. It's not that we actually really live in those places. It's more we just kind of use those to sleep. But people I think are going. If there's to- anyone, anyone there, Kalesa would probably give him a nudge with the like toe of a steel toe boot. Just be like, "Hey, gotta get to the shelter, Teddy Detector time, huh?" And you, you, you Wake really- up. They start. They actually are woken up. You can hear the klaxons are going, and there's a thing saying radiation leak on on dock two C. All individuals on Eros, please evacuate to the or find the nearest radiation shelter. And it keeps on repeating. It's a very calm people, voice. Are people running or are they kind of they're, walking? They're kind of walking. Okay. Um, but there, there's like some uh, some people are trying to actually look like they're actually trying to go for like the transit system. There's like kind of a subway system on here, and um, 
as, as they approach the place to kind of go through the, the turnstile or the equivalent of a turnstile, whatever whatever future turnstile is, I don't know what that is. Uh, they um, they can kind of see, you see like CPM. You see people in tack vests with the CPM logo. They got their hats on. They got some gear. They have pistols. Some of them have uh, batons. You've seen them around. These guys are just kind of stay out of their way or play the game with them, and they're cool. Um, you have seen them crack a skull or two here and there, but like they're they're kind of honestly lazy cops at best. Um, but they uh, they're going to people and people are going for the tram station. Like, all right, no, tram station's closed. We're we're moving everyone by foot. You gotta take a go up here. Uh, radiation station's that way. Uh, you got about a quarter of a kilometer. You'll make it there, no problem. Radi and there's crowd people. And people seem to be going pretty good with it. I'll look to our uh, belter, new belter friends, and be like, is this something that happens like often? Is it just new? Is it? Yeah, not like this. Definitely um, not like this. You ever seen that? anything like that? No, this is new. This is uh, a little more extreme. Try to keep up with your short legs, though. Funny. I'll do my best. If you're looking for a derogatory term to call them, uh, maybe a squat. Earthers are called squats. Um, that's, a, that's a derogatory term. Alright, so you uh you guys start kinda like do you guys just follow the flow and like listen to the CPM guys or what do you want to do there? Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna do listen. Know okay. a better, do do I know or and I would say to Maeve, hey, do you know any better way to go than the ways all these people are going? Why? Um you can you can take a shot at that, Maeve, if you want to. Uh give me a um this would just be kind of an intelligence roll. So roll three six and add your intelligence to it and let's see what you get. I'll give you an extra plus one on it because you're local. Uh, thirteen. Total. Thirteen. Okay. So you um. Oh, by the way, for those who are new playing, uh, if you if you succeed and you roll a six on the drama die, the off color die, let me know because that's fun stuff time. Um. So you kind of think about it and you're like, well, we could try going back the other way around to the other docks. This way is just going to put us in the rad shelters, but we might be able to try to hit that place. You did overhear this guy saying he wants to get off this rock, and he's willing to pay. Uh. I mean, for both of you, it was Belters, you guys know, I mean, it was one thing Earthers have, is they got money. And this guy seems like he's willing to throw it around, maybe. Well, Alright, so my what? Go ahead. Well, I mean, we could go to the shelters, which is just the way that we're going, or if you're really, really looking to get off of this rock, we could mm -hmm. go the other way back to the docks and try to figure out a way off all of us. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. We we could make it worth your trouble. Oh wow! Yes, I know. Put my hand on a Lisa's shoulder and I say, "I think we'd like that very much." Okay. All right. So essentially, you were heading towards uh, Fidelsud Station, and uh, you guys are in the Hotel Basus Station area. Now you're going to start heading back uh, around. Uh, actually, there's literally only really one way out of here, and you guys start heading instead of going. Like basically, it's it's weird to say like east and west, but instead of going west, you're going down kind of a north way way around the place. Um, you start walking through, and uh, the, the traffic seems to be going against you a bit here. People kind of like listening to the CPM and stuff like that too. Um, as you guys come through, there's a crew of five CPM officers. Uh, you see that of them, uh, all of them are carrying pistols, standard gear, but there's two with shotguns. Uh, staying there, and uh, they they have someone. They're like, "Hey, you gotta get out of here. Get, keep on moving. We're going all the way out to the, the rad shelters. You gotta get in there right now." He's like, "I gotta go home and get my kids and get my family." He's like, "No, no, everyone's in the rad shelters. Head out that way right now." And uh, 
you guys kind of see this happening up a ways. Uh, it looks like they're corralling people back one direction. What do you guys want to try to do? Um, you guys know a way to like sneak past them? Is there like little alleyways or like yeah. trap doors or? There's like conduit ways, you know, of uh, Maeve and Khalees. I mean, growing up on here, you and your your Koyo Jackrabbit used to crawl through them and have a good time. You know, play little fun games and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe we go around. Go there's ways tank. around. Just gonna have to be fast. Okay. I need everyone here to make a stealth check as you guys try to sneak off away from these guys. So 3d6 and add, uh, if you don't have stealth, just add your dex. That's six on the drama die. <laughs> what was it a success? Uh, 12. Good enough. 13. Nine. 12. 12, okay. You barely managed to get out of it. Uh, Maeve, you find yourself actually grabbing Frank by his, like, just absolutely obnoxious tie. Uh, <laughs> this is, you're like, I could take this guy's head off right now. It'd be so funny. Um, but you uh, you guys managed to pull him into this little condo off the side, and you see the TPM officers kind of, uh, do you want to try to keep on moving through the condos, or do you just want to wait for them to pass you up? Uh, I think I would probably keep moving. You guys, uh, you guys start moving through the condos. Uh, give me one more stealth check from everybody as you guys try to uh, get out of here. Ooh, nope, it's not on that tie. Never mind. <laughs> uh, eleven. Eleven. Thirteen. 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 What'd you get, uh, Emily? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, I heard a heard. Oh, I got a nine again. That's rough. Okay, so you guys like like you're oh, near, eleven. I got oh, 11. eleven. Okay, 11. yeah. Um, it's not too bad. You guys manage to kind of keep along the edges here, um, using like the various cover. There's like grates and stuff that you kind of see out of. They probably, they probably can't see that best into. Some of the lights are going off too. Like there's the light seems to be kind of dimming in certain areas. Um, you manage to get like past that CPM patrol. Not too bad. Uh, as you do, um, you guys, you do want to go back in the main hallway. You have to eventually kind of go out back in the main hallway to get to get where you're gonna go. You come back in the main hallway and you can see people like this place is empty. This part of the station, they've emptied out. It looks like they're really trying to push everyone to, to these rad shelters and stuff like that, too. Um, you, uh, you're getting, uh, you want to go ahead. Uh, is anyone doing anything while they're kind of coming out this way? Like checking for anything, looking for anything specific? Yeah, so do I, I have something with me then? I remember I'm looking at my you have like a data pad. I mean, you have like a map yeah, of the station. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. You're following the map of the station, trying to figure out where they're taking you, make sure like they're not just going to take you in an alley right, and stab yeah. you or something like that. Yeah. But you, um, as you are, like all of a sudden, the whole thing just winks out. The whole, the whole, the, the data pad just goes dead. It's like no network connection, nothing. It just goes dead on you. Hey, my data pad's dead. Do does yours work, Doctor? Did you charge your battery? Now try to turn mine on. Yes, it, I it's just dead. Battery. It's just a clear piece of of uh, glass right now. It's Elters, do you have a data pad? Yeah. Why are you talking like we don't understand? Yeah, we got data pad. I don't know. I asked the question. You dead. look at me like, all right, whatever. You know, if we just getting funny now, huh? And Maybe both? I should at least know your name. I, uh, my name Kalesa. If there anyone to smash your face, I'm your person. So you'd be nicer to me. I smash yours. Yeah. All right. It's I'm true. I seen her do it. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. I'm Frank. This is Dr. Barrington. Hi. Please don't punch me. And please get us out of here. Yeah, let go. You know where we're going, Maeve. You got someone in mind. 
think so. I mean, there, there should be options down by the dock. I'm just worried that everybody already evacuated. Yeah, you, you know there's like dock one, there's like there's like dock one set and there's dock two set. And there's also another kind of dock set, but that's a much more like obscure dock that you're, that's only kind of used for like very specific ships, like bigger ships. Um, and you know there's no bigger ships on the station right now. Everybody would know if like a battleship docked with the place. But um, yeah, you know the, the first series of docks is on the other side of the station from where this explosion supposedly happened. Whatever we do, we better go fast in case we gotta turn back around. We don't want to get any of that radiation poisoning, yeah? That no fun? Yeah. That'd be very, very, very bad. I need this place. <laughs> All right. You guys continue on for a while, uh, coming up to one of, uh, actually another transit station. Uh, you actually see the tram station. You could call the, tr like where you can call the tram and everything. Um, it looks like it's not powered though. And there's no CPM in, in sight here. Like where the last one was like, they're directing people off from here. There's no CPM here. It looks like the, it's an empty tram station. Um, just kind of sitting there. The, the call pad is being dead. Um, there's doors there. I mean, if you wanted a, if you wanted a quicker way, but a much more dangerous way, you could try to like go through the, the, the tram tunnels. But if the tram starts up again, you're done. Well, we could try to get through the tram tunnels quick, but if they start that thing up again, we're all be a pancake. It doesn't seem like they would probably start it up at this point. It doesn't seem like they'll be starting it up for many points. Uh, maybe we do that and keep moving. All right, then we gotta run. Okay. Yeah, let's all go. All right, so you go up to this tram, you go, you come to the doors here and stuff like that too. Uh, who wants to try to jerry-rig it open? I could probably do that with right. my... My tools. All right, so you, so you see Nave bust out toolkit, you know, get down to a nice working position. Uh, and uh, can you give me a uh, intelligence engineering test to see if you can get this open? Actually, no, actually a security test first, actually, because you have to see if you can pass the security system on it. Ah, okay. So this is intelligence security. So three hmm? um, Oh, I got <laughs> a six on the oh, different right? color die. Um, and also... Sorry, what am I adding to this? Uh, your intelligence. My intelligence, which is... Okay, so that's actually it's quite a lot. Hold on. That's 19 total. 19, very nice. So you go up to this thing. You, nice. You've you done this before. This isn't your first rodeo. And you go up to it, and you like know how to bypass security. You put some little like um, uh, shims in there to kind of make sure that the thing thinks the door... Like, there's actually a tram there and everything. Uh, not much of an issue at all. You... Uh, you then go to like try to like rig the door to stay open, so you don't have to sort of keep it pried open. Uh, give me an engineering test. So this will be intelligence, and if you have the engineering skills, add that instead. Um, and that will be 12 total. 12 total, okay. So you go to try to like rig this door open, and uh, it, it's, <sighs> the door, like it looks like it's engaged emergency locks. Uh, these are the kind of locks that normally engage if there's like, like, a vacuum breach in the tunnel somewhere. So according to this, like there's a very high level emergency breach in the tunnels. This doesn't make any sense. There's there's some kind of breach in the tunnels. What? What does that mean? It means there's probably no oxygen, which is very bad. What? Thank you, doctor. Um, Better run back the other way, y'all. If this thing is this way, and they're everyone away from this, I got a bad feeling. 
How fast can you run in those fancy shoes, Ennis? Fast enough. Well, then you better start now, because whatever's down there, I don't think it's good. What's throwing you off, Maeve, about this is that the security check you ran didn't register a vacuum in there or any contaminants. It's like someone told it that there's vacuum in there. Uh, you could certainly try to, like, take out your little drill and drill through the glass and see see if there actually is a vacuum on the other side or not. It wouldn't it wouldn't cause you guys to, like, suck out any of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just going to be a small... Yep. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So you take a second, you kind of drill through a little bit. Takes You guys uh, see this? And, like, you put your hand up to it and, like, feel like there's a pressure differential, and it's it's not a pressure differential at all. It's so strange. There's there's nothing wrong. I ran the security check. I, this is this is weird. It's like somebody told it that there was a vacuum, but I don't feel anything. Maybe it's just an error. We won't go in here, so we should definitely not go in here. It'd be a bad idea. I don't know. I think maybe. I mean, if it's if there's oxygen and we can get through, I I wonder why they would try to keep us out of there. I mean, maybe there's nothing going on and we can make our way through with a all the oxygen we need. Tell you what, if we go back the other way, who knows what kind of uh, space is left inside those things now, huh? Yeah, That's I true. don't know if I feel comfortable being that close to that many belters. Sorry. And we're gonna oh. get our. Heads, <laughs> I rev my drill. There we go. That I'm still holding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Return my drill. You want to say that again? It was that was Frank. I, that was Frank. <laughs> yeah, funny doctor. Can we just get through this door? Um, I mean, you're looking at the door. I mean, you could pry it open if you want to grab some gear here and like really like start drilling the lock and everything. It's going to take you the better half of an hour though to get through it with your tools. I mean, you're not exactly like. You're carrying pachinko yeah. machine repair gear, not let's go through a, uh, an airlocked door <laughs> type gear. Is there, a, <laughs> is there a brute force way through? <laughs> um, you could certainly start trying to weaken it up, and instead of waiting for the lock to completely break off, you could uh, actually just like try to then pry it open as it's going if you want to help her out. I mean, I, I feel like at least we give it a minute of a try. You're not going to hurt anything else if we at least try to open this thing first. Yeah, if you want to give me a hand, I'd. I appreciate that, Takataki. So, um, let me go ahead. Uh, well, this is a complex check. Uh, do, do, does the doctor or our executive uh, for World Chart Energy want to lend a hand at all, or I'll lend a hand? How, how you gonna help? How you gonna help, uh, Doctor um, Merrington? I'll use as much strength as I can. Like, are we using like crowbar and trying to bust it open? And or something? You guys get like a piece of like you know. Uh, Rebar, you know, a few pieces of rebar, and you're trying to get it open enough that you can pry it into. Uh, aside, aside from supervising, how would you like to help Frank? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, you know, shake my data pad and try to get it to turn on, and I'm gonna just sort of see what's All going right. on. And but I, I'm not gonna help. All right. I just say to Doctor Barrington, since you're so short, you get lowered down on the ground. I'll pull <laughs> from up here. Okay, just please don't accidentally punch me. Don't worry about it. Alright. Um, let me go ahead and get an engineering test uh, from uh, Maeve. Alrighty. Um, that is... Plus six or something. Sixteen. Like. Sixteen. Very nice. Uh, very nice. So, uh, what'd you go, and what'd you get on the drama die? I got a three. Three. Okay. So, you start trying to drill it a little bit and trying to make some progress with the lock here and such. Um, 
it's it's not bad. I mean, your your drill is going to do it. It's just going to take several holes. You're not going to be able to, if you had like a bigger drill, like you'd be able to just knock this thing out. But you're going to put holes into it to weaken it up. Um, let me go over to Kalisa. What, what about uh, what kind of um, uh, give me a strength might test? So this is just uh, probably just straight strength for you, honestly. Eleven. Eleven. You start seeing the rebar kind of start bending a little bit. Uh, you're gonna have to take some time to try to find another, uh, like another piece of rebar. Uh, it delays the it delays your guys' progress. Uh, Doctor Barrington, let's see how your uh, rebar handles the door. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. And uh, would you like to drop a die? Five. Five. Very nice. Pretty shocked. You see the you see the earther who doesn't seem all that big, but the muscle mass on him, not having to take bone density drugs, has definitely paid off here. Uh, being under one G. Got for the better awesome. angle down there. If we try again, I go low. You go high this time, huh? <laughs> and he actually makes a ton of progress as he's like getting getting the rebar there. It looks like you guys can get it further in there. Um, Frank, uh, I'm gonna have you make a willpower test, uh, specifically with self discipline. All right, what am I doing here? Help me out. Uh, roll 3d6 and add your willpower uh, stat to it and give a plus two. I do, it plus two, yeah, so uh, 11. 11, okay. Uh, you fail your willpower test. Uh, you, as you guys see Frank, like, working with his data terminal, uh, Frank, you just smashed it on the ground. I'm and angry. You, you get frustrated. Oh, shit, damn And you've been out here for, like, 45 minutes. They told you to be 30 minutes. You guys all right. all see this. What are you? Yeah, I'm freaking out here. What, what are you doing? What is the problem? It's really stuck. <laughs> if you help, maybe we can, you know, could probably get further along than just. There's not even I don't know. He doesn't me. look very strong. Yeah, I got an idea. When we crack it a bit, you put your arm in so I keep it from shutting back. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. This is ridiculous. Can we focus? Okay. Get the door Yeah, okay. Open. Ready? Let's do it again. One more time. Uh, same time, uh, Dr. Dr. Whatever you call you. Dr. Ba- bear? Like Dr. Bear? Like a bear? Barrington. Like yeah. Didn't you fight a bear once? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. That guy was named Bear. He just... Will you open the headdress. door? Okay, okay. As you guys are standing there getting ready to, like, to rig the door to open up again, uh, you hear someone go, Hey, what you doing over there, Coyos? Stop! Stop right there! And you turn back and down the hallway out of the edge of the tram station, you see a pair of CPM officers. Uh, one with both, uh, one with a shotgun in hand, and the other one with a baton in hand, like a like not a stump baton, but like a baton. Oh, I'm gonna hiss. I'm gonna look at these people. I'm gonna say, "Let me handle this." That's what I was gonna say. That's a great idea. We'll keep working on this. You you deal with them. All right, I'm hey, putting on my. Yeah. Get away from the get away from put that down. Put that put the rod down and stand away from the tram station. The tram station's off limits right now. We got a radiation leak going all the way through the place. What are you gonna do? Kill us all in here? Um Weird. can I attempt to I, I know that Frank is going to mm-hmm. talk to them. Um but can I can I do, do it like a dramatic turnaround and use I think it's a stunt, right? Or it's a talent. It's a talent. Attract- Attractive. My attractiveness. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> to try to just bewilder them. Okay, so that's I'm awesome. Gonna, I'm gonna have that be a raw communications uh, attempt. So roll three six and add just uh, three to it. Very good. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, and where do you go? The drop a die. 
I got a two. And did you get any doubles? Any double? Yes, I got two fives. Is it, as well as the drama die? It's a two on the drama okay. die, and uh, then that's good enough. Actually, that's good enough. Um, so you you go ahead and uh, you use the uh, I believe it's called the make an entrance stunt, which I'm not familiar with because I'm gonna go look it up real quick because it sounds cool. And um, yeah, basically you get an extra plus one to um, any uh, interactions with these people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you get a plus one to any interactions with these people, or actually a plus two to any interactions with these people for this entire encounter. So they kind of listen to you and they go, "Hey, okay, okay." They go, "Hey, look." They go up to the Frank who's up closer, and as uh, Maeve starts to approach him too, they go, "All right, look, you gotta get in the rad shelter. Station orders. The station's on lockdown. Everything's going to shit. We want to make sure everyone's safe. You gotta get in there now, okay?" All right. They're talking about me. You? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say we're here on official business. We've got. We're, we're here. We, we are approved to be here. We've got to get out of in this way. We're, we we know what we're doing. I'll There's poke a, my head around an the corner. Issue with, Doctor. The, with the vacuum in the in the airlock, and I, I'm fixing it. Uh, okay, let me go ahead and get um, a persuasion check from uh, Frank. So roll three six and add your persuasion. I think if you have it, if not, it's just um, actually yeah, it's just, it's just communication. So add four, <laughs> add four to it, and then. Uh, Dave, you get to roll uh, three, six, and add five to it, actually, because you pulled off the making an entrance stunt here. All right, what am I adding? I've got... Uh, plus four. Three, six, plus, plus four. Okay, nice. Um, that is going to be 16, and I rolled three fours, so... Oh, wow. Okay. So you managed to actually kind of, like, uh, say something about, like, uh, say something to the effect of, like, you know, hey, hey, well, this isn't such a bad deal. We can maybe get us out of here and try to, like, you're trying to bargain with them now at this point. You're trying okay, to actually all right. make them open. They're, they're now open to being bargained with. Uh, Maeve, uh, what'd you get on your check? I got um, a four on the drama die, two fours, and a total of four, uh, 19. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're, they're listening. They, they, they kind of lower their shock and they keep it up. They, he still has it in hand. He's not, like, slinging or anything like that. And the guy has he puts his, like, baton away and goes, yeah, look, you know, maybe you just didn't get the message. I you get you from out, you from out of town, you're from out of Eros. You know, it's, it's okay, you know, you didn't grow up with Teddy the Detector. I get it, but we got it. We got to get you the rad shelters right now. It's orders, okay? Come on, when we start well, making I, out there. Yeah. How about this? How about we give you a little money and you move along, and we go this way and you go that way. Kind of look. They kind of look at each other and they look at Maeve. They kind of like. I touched one of them on the arm and I go, but we really appreciate you trying to keep us safe. It means the world. Okay. Dr. Barrington, I go, wow, she just like flip a switch, right? Did that would <laughs> be cool to see that happen. That's, I've never seen that before. That's a belt to chime right there, man. Nothing like it. <laughs> um, all right. So you go up and you, you reach into your, into your pocket uh, there, uh, Frank, and you realize that you're data terminal that had your main source of funds is gone and offline. However, though, you do have a few, a fair number of chips you you kind of won just throwing some money into a slot machine here that are, you didn't cash out entirely. Um, so go ahead and give me uh, an income test. So this would be rolling your income, which is an eight. Uh, so you get to add a plus, uh, but I'm gonna give you a minus two because you're only working with your, not with your standard credit line. Right, uh, right, so, right, right. So give me a uh, roll three, six, and add six to it. All right, two fives and five on the drama die, so that's uh, 11 
And you say six? Yeah. Okay, a 17. 17. You pull out some chips. You pull a fair number of apparently some high roller chips, actually. And they kind of, the guy kind of looks at them. He collects them. He goes, all right, all right. So what you, where you, what are you trying to get to? We help you get to, huh? Well, we need to get through these doors. <laughs> you can get through those doors. You're gonna die. You're gonna get, you're gonna start growing arms on your back. <laughs> what the hell is even going on here? Is it really a leak or what? Yeah, we got a radiation leak. They, 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 we got leaks all over the place back there. We just gotta try and get people out there and put them in the shelters. You know, make sure they're safe as possible. Radiation leaks. It? It, it, from a ship running into a dock. I don't know. We think the bottle broke on the ship and it just. Boom. Take out the whole thing. We don't know how far the leak go into the station, so we're gonna put you in this. We put you in the shelter. We wait it out. We go on, but we think it might have gotten into the tunnels here. But you don't know for sure. I'm no engineer. I'm just I'm just trying to make keep people safe, and all I need. It's to do a ship. How much radiation can be leaking? This is. It's like this is not they, adding up. Uh, so Barrington, you hear that, and you're like, I mean, they turn into a star briefly when they blow up. So I mean, it's, it's a lot of radiation. Uh, <laughs> I'll just kind of like it's a lot uh, that's all I say like Thanks, from a distance because I'm like hiding behind go back then so. I go alright well look man, we look uh, you you keep on doing whatever you're doing here we turn we turn an eye but we're going to come back up through here on our patrol here in about 15 minutes you better be gone you won't see us and I just turn to Maven I just kind of whisper a little bit you really think this is the right way to go you think we should go back to the shelters think we should let the squats go first and then figure it out from there. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's do the thing. Open this up now, huh? As we're walking back, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say, Maeve, I'm gonna say well done. Thanks. I was born with it. Burn <laughs> <laughs> So you... Right. You take a little more time with this and you manage to actually get the thing open. Uh, you get in the tunnels and start walking them. Uh, it's a straight shot, less bendy, less rocky. Uh, just have to kind of make sure you don't want to hit like certain like the rails look like they're dead too, like everything's turned off. Um, you walk through this for probably a good like 20 minutes, uh, bypassing a bunch of like the little random roads here and there, uh, thinking you can get onto one of the main ways uh, towards dock one. Maybe you, you know, maybe even police, you guys know you're maybe like. You're seeing up ahead, you can see like one of the station exits. Uh, you're probably gonna have to do the same trick that as you guys have been carrying the rebar with you to break it open. Um, you, uh, as you are going, um, you notice that like the lights in the tunnel start coming back on. They're not good, uh, they're not good. We might get run over, huh? We gotta get out of this place. Yeah, that's not great. And you can feel the vibration in the tunnel. The tram system is back online and answering calls. Do you feel that? I don't like this. We should go faster, faster. (laughs) All right. I need a a, a constitution running check. So if you don't have running, it's just uh, both 3D6 add your constitution to it. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. What did you got to drop a die? I got a four. Three. Four, three, okay. Uh, 13 and five on the drama die. Okay. Well, for me and two on the drama die. You gotta start running. Frank's a little slow. Doesn't doesn't do too well. Frank, 
as you're coming up on it, getting ready to, uh, and the doors, uh, as you get up to it, maybe you hit, the, you hit the emergency button that's now working. The doors open up, and you're letting your help, help everyone out. Frank's the last one. Frank, as you do, you're coming up on it. The uh, the tram begins, starts coming up right behind you, rapidly mm-hmm. pulling up. Uh, you Fresh. barely make it in as like it almost it clips you, and it, you can feel it, like clip your shoe pretty bad. Uh, you're gonna lose nine fortune on that. So your okay. Fortune's down. You have like a fortune at the top of the sheet, and you're down yeah. nine now. Okay. So you guys, you guys pull Frank and barely as this thing comes up, and the tram is now stationed, uh, where you, uh, where you stand, and the doors are open to the tram and everything. Imagine it's the tie again, and we've like yanked yeah, him through the tie. He took a neck. Ah. He took a neck injury there. This thing the way more helpful than I thought it'd be, huh? All right. You all right, man? I thought you did. Uh... I'm all right. I'm all right. I ruined my shoe. Yeah, I definitely need to, need to hit a cobbler there. Um, Dr. Barrington, you're, you're standing there as they're kind of like brushing Frank off, and you look into the tram. And in the tram, you see what looks to be probably close to like 30, 40 bodies just laying there alive, but withering on the ground. I'm gonna go towards the tram. You're gonna go towards it? Yeah, I wanna get close to it and look at okay. it. Okay, so you, you kinda look into the tram and you can see like the whole the whole car is just it's a it's a pile of bodies on the on the on it. Various people look like mostly belchers. Uh they have kind of like sick coming out of their mouth. Um some of them seem kind of slipping in and out of consciousness. Like there's a lot of kind of like air moving. They're still breathing and kind of moving, but not purposely. Um, you can see what it looks like. The best way you can kind of describe it is it's kind of like the shape of like a neuron is what you is what you would identify it as. Maybe like a plant, um, like root system, but growing over their faces in like, like a black color. Ooh, I really want to go in there and check this out. Okay, so you kind of you kind of you, you guys see Doctor Barrington go into this tram. You guys can see like these bodies. Where are you going, Doctor Barrington? And the the smell of sick comes over all of you. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Awful. Awful. not that bad. I mean, that's not worse. Uh, well, let's find out. Can you make a uh, constitution check? Self-discipline. 18. 18. Yeah, you managed to hold it together and you, you kind of come up to the, 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 the first, the closest body. It looks like maybe like a like a middle aged belter, maybe like in his like 40s. Um, he's kind of sitting there in his clothes, like he's got his eyes closed, kind of like rocking back and forth. Um, can I try to like examine it and get close and oh, yeah, you can get close as you want how close do you want to get is my question I want to get pretty close it's like uh, instinct of the medicine okay. side. I want the to... doctor and you yeah so you go up to him and you, you start checking him out I mean he looks like he's violently ill like he's infected with something uh, I mean he's sweating uh, you can see like a little bit of like a brownish like with almost like a like, like some sort of weird tinge to it, like vomit coming out of his mouth. I'm pretty sure it's not like bile, but something else. Is it so, can I uh, think back and see if it's anything that I've seen in the past with what I've been working uh, on? Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, your science. Give me like a science test, an intelligence test. Uh, medicine, so plus five. 17. 17? Okay. Wait, um, no, I mean, you're, you're thinking it might like some sort of like weird stomach virus. I mean, like, 
bug. You do know there have been outbreaks of like massive viruses on stations before where it just goes bad and they try to lock it down and stuff like that too. Uh, most antiviral drugs will get rid of this stuff, but it looks like something maybe new, novel. More like tell them just just stay back. This probably isn't the safest thing in the world to be around. And I'm gonna shut the tram door. Okay, so you shut the tram door and you. Just... What the hell you think that was? I've never seen anything like that. Was I, it radiation? I don't think it's radiation. It's okay. Kind of reminiscence of a viral thing, but a viral. Oh, then is it contagious? I'm like backing away from him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Did you touch anybody? Yes. What? Oh my gosh. All right. That's it. Scott, you got to make a um you got to make a constitution tolerance test. Begin. Dun, dun, dun. 15. 15. Okay. All right. So yeah, so I mean, like it, you you kind of touched the guy's head a little bit to get a better look at his vomit and stuff like that too. Uh he felt pretty hot to you, like he felt like he was running a fever. Um, sweating and stuff like that too, and his like body's like trying to fight off the infections, kind of standard, standard uh, approach. Um, but um, yeah, you you take a look and you're like, oh, I mean, it seems uh, as long as I don't lick my hands, rub your eyes, my eyes, I think we'll be okay. But I should really find some soap and water. I don't, I don't think that's something think... belters really know a lot about. All right. I don't think that's sense. really the priority now. Uh, where the hell are we? And I'm looking around and looking at Maeve like, uh, did this get us closer where we need to go? Are we still far? Did this get us closer to where we need to go? Oh, yeah, you guys got a lot closer. Quite a bit closer. Uh, by the skin of Frank's shoes. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah, we're closer to the dock now. We should be able to make it from here, assuming there's right. no other surprises. All right, let's get a move on. We do need you to wash your hands at some point. Don't touch your face. Uh, Dr. Barrington, you have a reroll, by the way. Hey. Your, your wife chimed in and gave you a reroll. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you guys are actually on like a straight shot. Looks like to the dock, actually, based on where you are. Um, you can hear up ahead though a fair amount of commotion. Like you're actually hearing a fair number of voices. Um, you do know uh, Kalisa and uh, Maeve that there's actually a major like a uh, hub uh, area here in the in this sec in this um uh how's it called it's part of the station. What so, does that mean exactly? Um, like like a crossroads. Oh, okay. Like 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 there's a big kind of open intersection. I don't want to call it intersection, but more of like a space, kind of like a uh, some people use an open air market type thing, the closest thing to an open air market, if you will. Good food carts. That, and that's where the noise is coming from. Yeah, you guys can hear quite a few people. Sounds like probably a few like 60, 70 people, and they're kind I of like think, yelling and stuff. Yeah. I think the best move for us is to not go where there's a bunch of people. Well. Maybe when Frank says that, that's a problem because that's way of the docks. Otherwise, you're going to spend an extra hour, an hour or so, trying to walk around to the docks. We don't have time to go around. We got to go through. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get on that tram there with all those dead bodies. This way, we got to go. Yeah, I don't this recommend is, going back there. If this is viral, these are people. They could have the virus. They could be sick. Those people were not well. And your buddy here could have the virus. He could be sick. Let's just go. We got to get out of here. But I, I think we need to get there quicker. We don't want to take too much time and 
run into more of those CPM guys because I don't think you got enough money to keep them at bay. I've got enough. Let's go. Let's just go. They start moving up. There down. really is no other way, right, John? Like, uh, there's it's other ways. This or it's, it's other ways, but it would take you guys like it adds like an extra two hours. I mean, you have to go around major areas. There is. Um, you could have to go around the circumference of the station kind of situation to go to the other side of the docks. You are on the other side of the station from where the explosion was, so hopefully this place is a little bit better, but based on what the other guy said earlier, it might have been, may not be the case. Um, so you do uh, start kind of moving on up there uh, towards it, and you see a pair, oh, sorry, not a pair. You see a, a group of four CPM soldiers kind of like casually watching the direction towards where the... Um, the open kind of area is the intersection and uh they look over they see you guys walking towards them they go hey, hey get over come on come on let's get let's get out of here. let's get you let's get you out of here and get you us uh, to safety guys come on we just sit there quietly and stare at them you want to handle this yeah yeah good last time yeah uh I'm going to I'm going to walk up and say um, oh, we're on official business. We've uh, you know, I'm going to kind of do the thing and do some persuading and uh, get them to just sort of okay. leave us alone or try so goes, to. Anyway. Goes, so what you say you want business, what kind of business you want? Who you with? I'm an official corporate representative. I'm an executive. Uh, I, these people are in my charge. We've got to go this way. Um, make a communications check. Uh, there, Frank. My forte, supposedly. Find out. Uh, two fours. This is a strip plus four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So you kind of tell you know, he's like, he's like, I didn't, I didn't think any of you were gonna. Sh- I didn't think any of you show up in suit, like actual like business suit. Wear your suit, man. Wear your wear your vac suit. Vac suit. Uh, I'm wearing my all suit. The other, all the other corporate clients come up in the back suits. Where's yours? What? The, there are other. You're wait, saying. Wait, 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 which corporation are you with? You got a you got a card. You got a thing with you. Uh, I do. Yeah, but who who are you seeing? Where are they? Are they? Uh, give me a persuasion check. Communications persuasion check. This one's going to be kind of like, yeah. So, fourteen. 14, okay. Uh, you get to re-roll on it because you have oratory and they are a group of people, so I'll let you re-roll that. This is a hard check, actually. Oh, oh, I've got some, uh, some, uh, six on the... So I only... <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, thirteen, mm-hmm. thirteen, okay. and, uh... uh six doesn't matter if it's a failure. So they kind of go, he goes... Oh, with the you know with the the head honchos. Right, hey, get this guy through. Bring him in. All right, what you got on you? They they actually go like one of them goes up to like grab you, like he's gonna like uh, not cuff you, but like he's gonna spin you around to do like a body check on you. All right, all right. And he goes and starts check. He starts patting you down. He goes, what you got here? And he goes like pulls out like a like a handful of your chips you got left over. And he goes, all right, we got some of this. And he goes through. He's all patting hey. you down. He's all he's like, and he gets to the bottom. He goes, what the hell happened to your shoe? I'm looking at the group like, what are we doing? Uh, he goes, yeah, he cleaned. He sent them on. The the, the next guy come. The next guy, uh, he goes, all right. He's all, you get ready. He's all, put your neck back. And he pulls out this like, um, it, it looks like a gun to you initially, but it's like an injector, like an air injector. Oh, jeez. And he's and he's all like, he's like, put your neck back. 
All right, all right, easy. It's, and I look at our, the team again, like. He goes, he goes, it's just, it's, don't worry, it's just iodine supplement. Make sure you, the radiation don't kill you. Does it, is that what it looks like it is? I mean, it could yeah. be. I mean, it makes sense. It's not a bad procedure. Yeah, but, sure. Oh. Yeah, what could go wrong? All right, so he goes um, up and he, and it's like pretty painful as like as it injects into your neck. Um, oh. It's not the most uh, conducive element you've ever not the most conducive element you've ever had injected into your body oh did that hurt it did yeah ow oh. and he goes all right next one which one are you coming up next all right barrington no. you come up barrington and he goes up and he 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 goes up and he goes to pat you down he goes ah he's a did it bad yeah you gotta get rid of this they got radiation on it he like they throw it in a bag he it does not he goes do you have anything like he checks you uh do you have any jewelry on you or a pen or anything? I got my pen. He's all right. That has to go to it. <laughs> they take that. Then we got we got to make sure you got nothing on. It's going to get contaminated. And then which doesn't really like a pencil. Or this is weird. And so then he like uh, he goes and he goes. All right, give him the injection. They go up and take the air hypo. Uh, they don't even like clean it, and they like hit you in the oh, neck with it. That's very unsanitary. They hit you in the neck with it. He goes. All right, send him through too. All right. He goes. Uh, Get the locals. What you uh? Which which one are you ladies uh? Up up for the patent? Yeah, we going for them. Go ahead. <laughs> you gonna try to persuade them? You don't need the the pat down or the the drug uh, thing. the drugs. Yeah. Okay. What are you guys gonna do? No, I'm gonna say go ahead. And put it in okay. there. You go. They go. They, they check you real quick. They pull your stuff off. They pull your data pad off. They like. Uh, and he goes. All right. They give you the injection as well. Um. And uh, they then kind of like move on to, uh, they can send you on to the way down the pathway. You go to Maeve, Maeve, you, they go, hey, come on, miss, we're gonna go choose the uh, injection, but uh, you can't be bringing these tools in here. This stuff like that gets contaminated real easy. Oh, oh, but but this is literally my entire livelihood, so I have to. They go, uh, do you want to try to persuade them from like- Oh yeah, sorry. And then I, <laughs> and then I turn on the charm. <laughs> okay. So you, um, uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. So this is a uh, cluster communications. Uh, I believe you would have a. Uh, uh, I have a. Give a plus three. Yeah, I do. Uh, so that is. Oh, wait, hold on. That is. <laughs> do math. Um, that's sixteen total. Oh, very nice. Okay, so you you go. They they kind of go. Uh, yeah. Uh, that other one on the tool behind it, that ain't too bad. Ah, all right, so they go, these three go, all right, but you gotta get the injection. All right. They go up and they throw through. And like, you gotta have a glimpse of this like liquid in it. It's kind of like a dark brown, uh, definitely not clear. And it, you can kind of feel it like, like move through your neck a little bit uh, as, as it does. And I do try to slip away before getting like an actual pat down. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, they, they 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 checked you actually, and they uh, they saw the toolkit, and they they said you oh. produced, you blocked your way past it, so no problem. Okay. They didn't find any of my secret pockets full of pachinko balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you continue on uh, through the path, and you can see that there's a group of like like sixty people in this area. It's kind of like, some of them are kind of just, like looking around, some are poking stuff, and but the definite like mass of them is at the other side, which goes to the docks. Like the and main, what are they doing? It looks like they're arguing. You can hear them like yelling at people, and you can see there's actually like a group of probably like ten CPM officers at the gate. 
What are we going to do to get through this now, huh? How many people are there compared to the CPM? I mean, they outnumber them probably like five to one, but they don't have guns. If all else fails, we start a riot. We sneak past. And get ourselves killed in the process. It's possible. You gotta live on the edge a little bit there, Frank. If we're any more on the edge, we would be cut in half. I could probably sew you back together. And look at my shoe. I can't fix that. <laughs> Everybody's going to be mighty upset when they find out the tram's full of dead bodies. So, as you're walking through, you said, "Man, if you, you see like a, a, a lady go, what do you?" They're, they're kind of looking. Like, did you did you see those dead bodies? Where, where's, where's the dead bodies? In the yeah. tram. On the tram. You've ask those uh, CPM what that about. We were told the trams were down. The trams are working again? Yeah, and they're full of sick dead people. Sick and dead. Some of them are dying. Some of them are sick. Is is it a virus? Is there there, there people sick on the station? A lot of people. Why don't you ask the guys in charge? Well, they're they're not letting us through. They said we can't go out to the docks. We have to stay here until until the all clear. And the rad shelters are all full. Terrible management. Uh, and like, like you start noticing that like the the CPM guy, like there's actually a few of them, like uh, kind of break off from the, the the door on the other side opens up where they're guarding, and you see like um like like four of them come through with like carts full of gear, and they say, "Let us through. We can get all through." And they're like, "Step back. You go step back. We got some gear set up here. We're gonna do some security checks. Make sure everyone's safe." Everything's good. Just stay back. And people are kind of getting aggressive. And you can see they have their guns like trained on these people. I say we stay back here and just kind of. This watch is going to get that way. Yeah. yeah, you guys are oh, part of John, like we're like if we're trying to get to these docks areas, this is a blo- blocked off. Like, is it like we can't get past or there's a um, there's a de- de- definite um, they have like this main pathway, which is usually used for moving cargo through uh, on and off the docks blocked. Um, as far as like pathways, other ways to get in might be using like the like the old conduits and the old kind of like there's like pathways underneath like the place. Um, and you don't think they're securing those places, but getting into those can be kind of risky, um, and definitely dangerous. And it's also easy to get lost down there because there's not like light and like directions and there's not there's no map for it basically. You might have gone and played down there a little bit, but you never like ran through the things. Mi bratna, or mi sesata, jackrabbit I grew up with, she used to love going down into those tunnels down below. I'm not sure we'd get lost down there, but we could always try that. I don't know if I like the idea of staying here with these uh, coyos with their guns, huh? If anything, we'll be off out of the sight of whatever's going down here. This looks not good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we feel, I don't feel safe here at all. Barrington, you one thing you're noticing is these guys that brought this cart through full of stuff, they kind of stop it in the middle of the room and they start like opening up these crates and you're seeing what looks to be like pretty advanced sensing gear. Like it looks like they're setting up like a tripod in the middle of, of this room with like some sort of sensor array. I think they're looking for something specific with that equipment. Well, and the, and you can see two of the guards like, hey, get away from it. Just don't touch this stuff. We're going to make sure this stuff, make sure everyone's safe. There's no radiation in here. We're going to get all clear. The sooner we get our job done, the sooner you get out of here. Okay. 
So would, uh, Frank's got some like current events and he's clearly kind of up on the sort of corporate mm-hmm. espionage. I mean, do I, can I see any logos or anything that would identify us? Oh yeah, you you easily spot some of this tech. Uh, I'm not gonna have you roll because you actually have pretty good corporate uh, information, current affairs. Um, you look at it and like, this is like way out of these guys' league, this stuff. It, it's like, CPM looks like these, I mean, there's kind of like, just like chumpy security guys, honestly. These guys are just like schmucks. They're not really security, they're just kind of like. Paul Blart. Yeah, not even that. Like, I mean, at least like I had decent intentions. These guys just seem like criminals with badges. Okay. Gotcha. But this gear they're pulling out, this is expensive, like high tech research gear. Um, only people like only high end or like RCE has access to stuff like this. But this stuff, like it looks more in line with like uh, maybe something like Protogen or something. This isn't right. These these people should not have this kind of equipment. This is high end detecting equipment. Have you radiation? S- uh, could be, but I, this is pretty. This is pretty overkill for <laughs> this is for a virus. Barrington, yeah, doctor, you're looking at this like, and this is this is more than detect radiation. This is like detect like numerous like uh, spectrums, uh, vibrations. I mean, this is like a total package. This is the kind of stuff you would put on like a new planet and like a new asteroid to test it for everything and leave it there for like a year. I look to the group. I'm like, I. This is, this is very, very fancy stuff. Whatever they're detecting, I don't want to know what happens when they find it. We should really leave as fast. Yeah, as we don't need to stick around for the counting of our reason. molecules. So are we think in tunnels. I think it's about our only option. I don't want to go back to the tram. Sound like we can't even go into the. Uh... What do you call those things, John? The the places where the safe places they're full. Oh, yeah, they sound like they close the radiation shelters. Yeah, we can't even go to the shelters. I, I don't ever see any choice. It seems to be stay here, go in the tunnels. Oh, let's go. Let's go. So, um, you kind of start looking around for like uh, a tunnel setup that you might be able to get into. Uh, there's like, uh, give me like a searching check from everybody that wants to look for um, uh, this is a perception check if you don't have uh, searching which I don't think anyone is searching 14 14 okay. 15 15 9 9 6 what did you get 6 yeah ouch Barrington you're kind of looking around and you find this like one kind of conduit area and it's kind of a tight fit like you're going to have to like hunch down it's maybe like a meter and a half by a meter and a half, but it looks like you might be able to get open. Uh, you know Maeve has her tool still. She might be able to be unscrewed or something. Over here, Maeve. I think I think we probably try this. And I'll be Can I make sure big. nobody's coming while this is happening? Um, so there's kind of like a lot of people who have their, most of the people in the room have their attention at the front trying to convince the CPM people. The people that are setting up the gear are kind of, they're occupied by setting the gear and making sure no one touches the gear. Uh, the ones in the back are starting to, it looks like they're trying to close the ranks in the room. Uh, so you have something like 14 CPM officers and like maybe 70 people in the room. I just want to watch like while the, while Maeve's trying to do what's what, like I just want to kind of be there to, to deter anyone who might be coming in our direction. Um, I'm going to do the same, just kind of watch and look out for any of the, any more officers or. Okay. They're, they're pretty occupied. Uh, 
Dave, go ahead and give me a stealth check along, actually with Barrington also, both of you trying to, try to rig this thing to open up. So give me a stealth check from both of you to so make sure you can be quiet. Uh, six on the drama die. Double six is 14. That's plus dexterity, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 14? 14. Okay. You guys managed to pull this thing off. You pull the panel off. Um, get it all quiet. You guys are all kind of set up there and everything. Uh, and uh, the... Uh, not really... It's, it's not too bad. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we have an open reroll to anybody. We have a reroll for Frank. Uh, so people got some stuff there. Oh, nice. <laughs> but we did did hit turn 10. At turn 10, uh, as you're doing this, uh, Barrington, kind of put the thing down so no one's really noticing, and you have both Frank and you have um, Kalisa like watching out. You hear, boom, gunshot. You hear a shotgun blast. And in your startled minute, you drop the thing and it booms and you start hearing <laughs> you guys are hearing gunshots go off in the room. I will instantly hit the deck. You hit the deck. You hear it. It. Oh yeah, you all hear it. It's like very loud in here. And you can hear the belter people screaming, running towards your running across the room to the other CPM, uh, past the one position. And you're seeing like you're hearing more and more gunshots, and you're pretty much seeing people being mowed down, running away from the CPM officers. Hit, hit in there! Is there hit a in, space? Yeah. yeah, you guys will jump it, bump, 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 jump in. Um, you get down in this place, and it's like pretty damp. Uh, you can see that this place where like some of the mud and the slaw has come come on down and such. Um, you can see there's like uh, numerous. Um, like piping and like uh, electrical wiring, something like that too here. Definitely in with like, like the the kind of guts of the station off the side so far. Um, you get down there and all of you kind of feel like a like a like, like a slight tingle. Like it feels uh, like you can you can actually feel the energy, like the electricity in the walls almost at yeah. points. Like you, it's it's humming to you a little louder than it was when you're above it for sure. Maybe it's just your in proximity to it. Speaking of radiation, what about it? Let's go. Oh, let's okay. get. Home. I'm just saying. It's oh, coming. I'm, like, I'm like, let's move on. Let's move on. So you start moving through the tunnels a little bit, um, yeah. uh, just trying to get away from it. As you do, um, I'm going to need a. I'm going to need a uh, self-discipline test from Barrington. This is a willpower test. I don't think you have self-discipline. Got a six on the drama, though. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. And you're gonna going uh, through one of the grates above you. Uh, you see Barrington, like as you're going through, the, like this blood just comes down on you from above, from where some of the bodies are killed, and it drips onto your nice white shirt, and you scream. Scream like a little girl. I would say a little girl. I'd say a very scared man. You scream like an urter. You scream like, like an urter. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like he's, he's just wasting oxygen. And uh, you um, you guys see this blood on Barrington, and he's like, oh, and he screams. And you hear above you, see them go, hey, there's someone down there. There's someone down there. And they start, like, going, like, looking. Like, you can see the flashlights above, like, looking for people in the grates. If I can, I clap my hand over his mouth. Okay. You you clap your hand over his mouth, and there's, like, blood. I just go, uh... <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. We got to get out of here. 
as you guys exit, they begin firing. Oh, there's gonna be some shots here, guys. Let me go ahead and roll these real quick for y'all. So they're not see losing how... a shoe over this. What are they doing trying to shoot everybody? I'm like, say that quietly. Right. The Maybe they're hiding the evidence. Down. No, but. They don't like earthers. I hope they shoot us last. There's a lot of bitches up there they shooting at. It appears it's our turn if we don't get moving. All right, well, congratulations. Every single one of you got hit. Uh, so the shots are well. It's it's abatement. There's abatement here with fortune. Yeah. So you guys hear these shotgun blasts come around you, and it starts coming down over you. Uh, the shots come close enough to like you almost got hit. Uh, Kalisa, you take and don't forget to subtract your toughness and your armor, which I think you just have toughness. Uh, you take a whopping uh, ten damage. Damage. Uh, uh, Maeve, or, this is on your fortune, yeah. Uh, Maeve, you take uh, twelve. Twelve. So you have like a you have like a toughness uh, feature on your sheet. Uh, subtract that from that twelve, and that's how much you take. And then Barrington, you get hit for thirteen. Oh, and Frank. Okay, Frank didn't get too bad. Uh, Frank, you get hit for eleven. Okay, what does that leave me at? Um, so I think you took some earlier. Nine. Yeah. You took nine. So you were uh, at nine then, and then you take a whopping. Um, 13 more, so subtract your toughness, that's 11. That actually puts you at negative two, so you have to actually take a uh, injury. I thought he was at 11, I thought he did 11 damage. I thought it was nine for the shoe. Oh yeah, then you, then you took and two, an 11. then you took two less. Yeah, it was 11, then you took two less, and then yeah, okay, so, uh, but you but you have to take a, uh, in, uh, a wound or an injury here. So uh, you actually take an injury and you abate the damage, but you are like, you, uh, a part of the, one of the bullets does clip you in the back of the, the back of the leg. Okay. Um, you're now at minus one to all your checks. Like everything's just Wait. minus one. You guys see that, that that you guys get through and get in the cover, and you can see that that Frank is like bleeding out of the back of his leg where he caught some buckshot. Since my shirt's already stained with blood, I'll, I kind of like ripped his sleeve okay. off. And I'll try to wrap his uh, his wound up. Okay. Yeah, he managed. To... I got a. I'm sorry. I also got a medic feat, a medic talent. Mm-hmm. Can I use that here? Yeah. If you want to take a, if you feel safe enough to. You haven't run far yeah, enough. Yeah, once we're like, once we're kind of beyond the a thing, if we're we're in a play, place as the tears kind of going, yeah, I'd want to check that. Okay. And uh, so, sorry, I just want to check in and make sure I'm I'm marking this all down correctly. So, sure. Um, my toughness, I am I am subtracting that from the damage. Correct. And then, you subtract that from the fortune. That's how much you have left then. Subtract that from the fortune. Okay. Yeah, fortune is your health. Yeah, in the game. Yeah. Okay. Or it's kind of your health. It's like your luck, basically. Gotcha. And if it gets past your fortune, you then start actually taking wounds and injuries, like, like our dear Frank here. <laughs> All right, so you, um, uh, yeah, Kalisa like like patches you up a little bit, uh, helps you out, stabilizes you a little bit. You're not going to bleed out or anything like that. Um, it, it's mostly just hit the flesh, didn't catch the bone, um, but it does suck, Frank. The, the, that pair of pants is ruined. The shoe is bloody. That's a bad time. the same leg? Is the same shoe that's already been? It is. Just, yeah, that's just, that's just not that, not this leg's day. I'm going to lose the shoe. I can cut your leg off if you'd like. You want to All right, work. already. Thanks, doctor. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So. You, um, you guys start moving through these tunnels and everything like that, trying to like figure out your directions. Uh, get a little lost as you guys are in your panic, trying to get away from the, the gunfire. Uh, but you definitely know you're making it way, your way to the docks. Um, who wants to lead the, the tunnels? The tunnels are kind of single file. You can't really like bunch up in here too easily. 
Uh, I would be compelled as the, you know, as a, as a marginal uh, man of uh, vague importance to lead, but I'm clearly bleeding and Maybe you could let one of the Beltas who maybe been down here before do it, huh? All right. All right. All right. I'm definitely going to let Kalisa lead. Okay. Stay close behind. Okay. Um, Maybe they'll give me an engineering test real quick. Yes. See if you can figure out this, like, what direction these, like, these wires would go towards the docks, basically. Um. Yes. Oh. Um. Oh wait, that's not on the drama die though. Uh. Uh. Seventeen. Seventeen. No. Very nice. Nineteen. I like. Nineteen. Lied. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're gonna give uh, Kalisa a plus three on this check to see it for direction. Uh, Kalisa, go ahead and give me a um, your choice of intelligence perception. I don't think it makes a difference for you. So additional plus three to your check here as you lead the party through trying to get to the docks. Uh, that's a six on the drama die, but it is a 12, 15. 15, very nice. So you, you do manage to like um, keep on moving through towards the, the docks and stuff like that too. Uh, you kind of come to some conduits, some like old like uh, shafts and stuff like that too. The shafts are indicating those are the places where the cargo got moved amongst the different berths in the dock. Um, do you, do you want to try to go to the docks up or down? Kind of, what are you all thinking? Hey, uh, hey, guy with the injury on your leg there. You Frank. think you can climb up high, Frank? You think you can climb that? I can. I can I? I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, it's, it's not. You're gonna be a little slower, and it's gonna be a little rougher for you, but you can do it. Yeah. So far, that's the theme of my night. Um, yeah, I can do it. I can make it. Okay. Uh, also, just like Frank's warming up to these belters, uh, they're really delivering on uh, getting us where we need to go. So I'm gonna be a a little friendlier and show that in my demeanor and appreciation for, you know, saving my shoe. Um, Barrington, you're, you're, you're bringing up the rear and you're behind Frank and you kind of see where like, the bandage is on his leg and you notice that on his leg where the wound is, uh, where the bandage is, you're starting to see these kind of like black lines start come out from underneath the, uh, the, uh, bandage along his like skin. I'm like, Hey Frank, hold up a second. Let me have a look at this. What? What? I'm not sure. I'd like to take what do you mean you're not sure? I'm, I'm just not sure. Just, What's just, wrong? We gotta go. Yeah, this this might be. This might be. You guys all start standing around, staring at what Barrington's staring at, and like Frank's like back of his leg where his shot where his wound was, and you guys can see, uh, oh, on the edge of the bandage, there's like these kind of like black lines. They're not. It's not like dried blood. The blood wouldn't dry that fast and become dark that fast. But you can see these kind of weird like thin black lines coming out from underneath the bandage, both above and below it. Does it look like uh, what we would have seen on the bodies in the... Vaguely to a much lesser degree. What the hell is that? Do you want to open up the bandage and take a look, Dr. Barrington? I do, are yes. Are infected? Do you let him, Frank? I, I'm, I think I'm just stunned. I'm just like, what are you doing? So you, what is that? You, you pull it off and you can see that in this wound is like this brown with slight like iridescent blue pulsating elements in the wound. The wound's actually not bleeding, and it's, like, not even there anymore. But there's something that's replaced it that's almost like, um, that almost reminds you of coral, but, like, like almost like a crystalline almost coral structure, like a scab is there. I'm not sure what this is, but it is fascinating as all how, how does it... That's awesome. How does it smell? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, 
<laughs> I was gonna say, how does it feel? How does it smell? But uh, yeah, smelling, I guess, is important too. I mean, you you feel it down there, and, and like it does ache. Like I mean, you got shot in the leg. You've never been shot before, but it does ache. And you look down at it, and like now you're realizing that like whatever the hell's going on here, this is something to it. This is like some element of yeah. it. Um, would I have had any kind of um, you know sort of would I've heard any rumblings in the kind of the corporate world? Give me a current affairs test. All right, so that's my. It's under yeah, it's under current affairs test. All right. Uh, plus three for you. Uh, that's sixteen. Sixteen. Protogen got brought up, and you know that like supposedly Protogen has some sort of massive breakthrough and abandoned a ton of projects like in the last like year or so. Stuff that they were like on the bleeding edge of, they just abandoned. And RCE and other companies like like Vector Security and Pope Sanchez overtook them in terms of advancements of these fields. And it was so weird because Mal is not a guy that gives up stuff. He doesn't, right. uh, Jules Pierre Mal is like, he's a very dedicated person in his company. But then like, you're seeing this Protogen stuff here and you're thinking, maybe Protogen never actually left. Gotcha. So am I kind of, uh, make, am, I, am I able to sort of make that connection between sort of Protogen this yes. stuff and this viral situation. They must have just they must have developed some sort of new viral weapon or something. It's your best guess or and maybe this is it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm just going to say something to that effect. Just like this. None of this can be a coincidence. Uh, we've got these situations happening. We've got people being killed in mass and and whatever this is. Whatever that is, we might want to chop your leg right off so it doesn't spread any further. Oh, my God. What is this? Who are you? What what the hell are you two? Why why do you seem like you know everything about what these things are going on here? And hey. you are you really meaning that about chopping the leg off? Well, if it spreads, it's mm-hmm. gonna go further, and it could spread to us. And I don't I don't like that idea at all. I can start well, to get a little panicky. You're not you're not you're not gonna drill my leg off. No, no, I'll just chop it off. All right, easy. What? <laughs> I'm going to chew through it. <laughs> I mean, I'm look, looks, looks sky creative, but like, I mean, this is going to be really impressive creation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, 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 harsh words. <laughs> All right, you're not even that kind of a doctor, okay? We're not chopping my leg off until we can see an actual doctor. You know things and I know things, I say to uh, to the belters. Also, not sure anybody gonna be on their ships. Did any of you know how to fly? Uh, no. How, how hard can it be? Yeah, it can't be. Yeah, that I hard. mean, I got a friend who flies. She's not very smart. Uh, she happens to do it, so maybe, maybe not that hard. I, I'm imagining it's not that hard. I think we can worry we, about that when we get here. I'm a yeah, little bit more worried about the black ooze in your leg. Frank. The stress gets you. I need you to make a willpower test. Everyone's talking to you. The words are happening. You're shot. You got some sort of weird, like, barnacle growing out of your leg. Six on the drama die. Three, four, five. And what am I doing? I'm running against add, my uh, willpower. willpower. Yeah, plus two. Uh, seven. Seven. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. No, I got six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. You start losing it. You feel... Would Frank be more likely to be angry or depressed? I think Frank would be uh, inclined to be angry. Frank is somebody who's going to try to push the things out of the way, negotiate or otherwise. The um, the anger starts getting to you. 
Um, you, uh, you feel the inclination that if Barrington hadn't decided to inspect your leg, this wouldn't be happening. You guys wouldn't be delayed. You hell, you probably would have been on the ship by now. But Barrington's curiosity and his frustration and him being like the the, the linchpin for your whole plan here and him screwing around with that tram has damned you all. You Baring oh. take a swipe at Barrington. Ooh. All right. There you go, Barrington. Uh, you, Whoa! You, uh, I've uh, had it. Uh, uh, Frank, go ahead and give me a uh, roll 3d6 and add one to it and see if you can actually strike Barrington here. Right. Uh, six on the drama die. Oh. <laughs> 16 is what I roll. Okay. You strike Barrington. Uh, I'll roll the damage for you guys real quick here. That's two, seven. Sorry, Doc. Uh, so, uh, Barrington, you take nine damage. Uh, oh, as, whoa, as, whoa. as this... As a, he doesn't so much as like punch you as he does like scrape you with his nails across uh, where your where your former uh, sleeve was. You see like this huge scratch marks come along uh, your arm where he like digs into a wound on you. But yeah, you took um, what did I say seven damage? Yeah, nine. Nine. Okay, so subtract your uh, top toughness there. And yeah. before Kalisa tries to break them up, I actually try to pull her off. Okay. Don't touch them. <laughs> I wouldn't touch either of them at this point. All right, let me go ahead and get, uh, make a, we're going to have a grapple check from, uh, Maeve. Uh, Maeve, go ahead and just roll, uh, basically add your fighting to the stat. So your plus two to it. Three, six, and that's two. Uh, that, oh, can I use my re-roll? Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, do I re-roll all, all of them? All of them, the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you, chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's a six on the drama die. Very nice. Um... That, that six on one of the other die. Um, so that's wait. Sorry, just try and do quick math. Uh, plus two, 17. 17 you, total. You actually managed to. Uh, how much do you want to restrain Kalisa? Do you want to like put her on the ground? Do you want to throw her off like well away from them? Like how much do you want to? No, I'm just trying to take her and sort of and pull her okay. away and put myself in between her okay. and them. Not a problem. And keep our distance from the two of them. Yeah, that's well. not a bad idea. So you you pull that's Kalisa around. Not a bad around. idea. And Kalisa gets held back, and you're held back, and, and you you get reason put back in your head. Maybe I shouldn't be touching these people. Oh, yeah. Like, get out of here, man. If you two want to do that, you do that, but some shit going Why down. Why the hell did you punch me? This is all your fault. This is your fault. Cut my leg off. You're not even that kind of a doctor. No, but I could still do it. It's going to spread. I kind of want to punch you again. Maybe one of you take off that ting on your necks and tie it up on the leg. Maybe that help it some. Oh, the tie. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but stay over there. So am I? Am I? Am, I, am I in a red rage? What's What's uh, happening you, with me? You make a self discipline test. So what? It's my roll again. Uh, another willpower test. Okay. Uh, so, so. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you kind of start taking, like, a, you kind of, like, get your, like, self back together and everything. And you're, you're, you're realizing what you did and how that, like, it felt like a part of your mind that, like, a, an inclination you had, like, a very primal element was amplified in your brain suddenly. And now you're, like, back in control. But you can still feel that part in your brain still. Okay. There's something wrong with me. This is not... I, I literally just told you that like 
30 seconds ago. Then There's something just... really wrong with me. I, 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 it was like I wasn't even in control of my body. It was, uh, I, it's hard to explain. Troy, you're going to make a uh, constitution test here. Uh, this is just going to, this is going to be a stamina test. So you get a plus three to it. So roll 3d6 now, three to it. Mm-hmm. Troy's having all the fun tonight, guys. 15, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, it was, uh, so it's 15 plus three? Yeah. 18? You feel something in your gut, like you want to start vomiting, like you oh, feel God. sick, and you manage to hold it in. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah. You I don't see, feel you, good. I yeah, just I, say to Maeve, I think you're right. We got to really keep a distance from them. You all stay at least like 10 feet behind us, okay? Yeah, it's about loud. I got to stay together. I don't know what the hell's happening to these guys. Just get us out of here. We've got to okay, get out of here. I tell you, we go up. And we go first in case you puke something, it fall down, not on us, huh? Very All right, smart. let's go. That's right. that's fine. All right. You guys start uh, climbing the, the ladder. Who's at the top? Who wants to go first? I think I'm leading, All is right. what it this, sounds like. You, you climb up the ladder probably a good, like, 10, 15 meters up towards up towards the, uh, the landing. Uh, you come to like what looks to be like an emergency entrance, uh, the kind of shaft entrance thing. Uh, there's a button to push that'll override the lock and dislodge it, where you can just pull it up with your arms if you want to. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll push the button. Right. You push the button, it opens up, and you can uh, see what looks you kind of pry it open enough, and you can see it looks to be some of the, the outer docking areas, not next to the berths, like or like adjacent to the berths, um, just around the corner. You can see there's various crates, there's a lot of cover in here, um, but you do hear footsteps. You hear. Um, some like people marching, uh, maybe like uh, like five or four, four or five people in the room, but you can't see them where you are. You'd have to probably get up into the room, but you definitely have cover. They're not gonna, they don't see you directly. They sound like they're marching. They're, yeah, they're, like they're moving around. They have boots on. They have, you can hear okay. the mag boots engaging and clicking. And I'll turn gotcha. down to, to Maeve and I'll say, uh, "Hey, tell those innards that they got to be quiet, especially that one that screamed with the blood, right? Uh, there's some people up there, uh, and I'm gonna just." kind of um, up into behind some cover. Okay. I turn around and I go, if you scream, I will shoot you. I'll do my I'm looking at the back. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Um, you, you, you climb on up, no problem, Kalisa. You kind of look around. You can see, like, uh, you kind of get behind some boxes. There's plenty of crates, plenty taller than you. you even then you can hunch down. Um, then you have a stealth check from everybody. Uh, remember, uh, Troy, you have minus one on all these. Che- you have minus one on all checks, actually. Right? You're, you're injured. You're, gotcha. you're injured. The stealth check from everybody as you try to climb up. Well, 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 And what? Yeah, okay. Next well, uh, Eleven. Uh, eleven. Fifteen, and I got a six on the drum die. Very nice. All right. You guys all kind of manage to get up, make a little bit of noise. You hear someone go. Yeah, I'll check it out. And they uh, they kind of come over. You hear someone kind of moving over as you guys are behind these boxes. And um, maybe you, you, you did pretty good. And you kind of like kind of poke your head out and take a look. And you see this man in, in like a vac suit, not the CPM armor, not like the, the tactical gear, kind of like riot kind of gear. It's a guy in like a very advanced vac suit, like something you would expect to see, like from the Martian Navy or like something that was a sci-fi, like a like a like a movie. Um, this like black, solid black like uh, suit. Uh, he's not wearing a helmet. He has a he, he definitely has an assault rifle with them, um, and he's kind of has it holding it casually, um, clean cut, not like 
definitely not a not belcher. He looks like an earther, um, but kind of walking towards your guys' general direction. Um, and you're yeah. Well, what do you want to do? Uh, does it look like he's coming to like look over where we are? It sounds like he heard something. He's checking it out. Um, he, he could. He's definitely going to be able to probably spot once he gets a better look at it. The elevator door that's open. Um. Is there anywhere that we can move, like, along the uh, the wall to get out of his view as he's coming towards us, or no? Is yeah, you guys can all do a stealth check, try to get away. Okay. Um, I, I look at Kalisa, because I know she can probably understand me better. I'm not going to speak. I'm just going to use hand movement. Well, it's, 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 Belter. Yeah, Belter language, actually, the combination of hand movements yes. and speak. So, yeah, you, you clearly uh, communicate that, although your yeah. Earther friend Barrington might be a little more obtuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so right. I communicate that to her non-verbally. Okay. Barrington, Segura, you both see uh, these two start, like, getting ready to, to slink along some more cover away from the elevator shaft. I need everybody to make another stealth check. And don't forget, you have a minus one on it, Roy. You got shot. Yeah. Uh, that is a uh, 12 for me. 10 for me. 11. 11. 12 for me as well. Yeah. You guys start moving over. And you knock over a box. You hear the guy, what the hell is that? Who's over there? And he comes over and he catches the one of you in the back. You see, he's staring down Frank Segura. Frank, you're sitting there with your leg injured. You have this like clear wound. This guy has a gun trained on you. And he goes, how the hell did you get in here? What are you doing? He's, he seems like he's giving an opportunity for the other three of you to escape. I look at Kalisa and I, I motion to her that we should go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to Frank. Okay, you guys see Barrington start moving towards Frank. The two of you are like, we're going to keep on moving. Um, Frank, he, he goes, get on your feet right now. Do you stand up, Frank? I do, yeah, yeah. Give me As much give, as I can. You yeah. stand up, and he goes, who the hell are you? Frank, give me a constitution stamina check. With a minus one, don't forget. Six on the drama die. Two sixes. So that's 14 and what I'm counting. Uh, you would add your stamina and then subtract one. So 14, you'd be 16, that puts you to 15. Yeah, there we okay. go. So as you stand up, you feel your, you feel like, like your guts, like you want to puke as soon as you stand up, you kind of rewind. The guy go, the guy goes, turn around. He goes to spin you around. You're like, oh, um, <laughs> yeah. And you're, it gets you a little queasy. Make another constitution stamina check. John, is there a way to go around? Oh yeah, the you guys like around oh, the back of the you guys are, you guys are, you guys are taking a lap. There, you're watching. And you're kind of like you can hear this. The like, Frank's like done. Okay. And you can hear Barrington back there a little bit. Uh, Frank, would you go on that check? I got a seven. Frank, you're you're standing there and like you're looking at the open shaft and you can see like next to you to your left you see Barrington looking up at you like what the hell? Are we doing? And you look down at Barrington and you vomit all over him. This brown with like blue chunk goo comes vomiting all over him. Mm. Scream again. Barrington, make a uh, <laughs> make a constitution tolerance check. Uh but I'm nine. nine. Just vomited in your mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you um uh yeah, you were covered in the in like the crap you saw come out of these people's mouths on the tram. As you see like uh Frank's like like kind of starts like kind of like looking around. And then, like, he turns around, and you see him start trying to, like, attack, like, trying to, like, 
approach and try to like put himself on top of the the guard. He's not being as aggressive as he was earlier, but you can tell there's a certain level of aggression. And the guy the guy starts screaming, "Oh shit! There's a live one here. We got one in here!" And he like he like shoots Frank in the stomach, and you see Frank's like blood and like guts and like the brown and like the blue stuff spray everywhere. Um, it gets on the guy's suit, but like it doesn't get in his face. And then he kind of like uh, you see him then like kick Frank over into the elevator shaft down until you hear a very distinct, distant uh, splat. <laughs> so at this point, is it only this one guy in the room? Uh, there's like, you heard there was quite a few of them. And uh, the, like there was quite a few of them moving through and now you can hear more of them going, holy sh-. like they're like, they're like, get over here now. Like you can hear them moving in on that area where, where Frank was and Dr. Barrington uh, is still. Barrington, you're covered in this crap. Um, make a self-discipline willpower. Uh, yeah, willpower self-discipline check. Because that's pretty gross. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> nine again. Nine again. Yeah, you start going, oh, you start like wanting to vomit yourself. Although when you vomit, you actually really vomit the ramen you had earlier. Uh, and you feel disgusting and you can feel the stuff like tingling on your skin and you're, and you're kind of like there and the guy goes holy shit there's a bunch of them in here we gotta get and like they start like uh, you see the guy start backing off and like it looks like they're gonna take firing positions on you on you I'm gonna try to find cover you've got a reroll too right I do have a reroll did you want to reroll the, the I'm gonna save it and exactly. right. so they um they go up and start taking shots uh, Maeve and Kalisa, the both of you hear like all this commotion. You hear these guys screaming, but they're screaming off something that's clearly not you. You keep on moving through uh, the space, uh, making a lap around. What do you guys want to do? What do you think? You think we're supposed to go back and help them? Where, where do we go now? I don't think we go back and help them. We're either gonna get sick or get shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, boys. yeah. No, I don't even know what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, it's we're kind of we, maybe there's a ship here we can get inside of somehow. I could call yeah, my maybe friend. Wait maybe wait it out or something. Fly it from afar. I, I don't know. I think we just got to get out of here. Do you do you know the way out? I'm guessing. Do I know the way, John? I mean, uh, I mean, you you know where the docks are. You're on the docks, and you know where the berths are. If you just have to, you just yeah. have to go around this area that's more of like a storage kind of transport area. Um, and it looks like these guys were kind of standing here to like keep a patrol on it to make sure no one else got out. Okay. But yeah, you're starting to put together like they're probably making sure that CPM doesn't get out either. Something funny going on here. We got to get around these guys. Is there anything like around that could be used like a weapon? I mean, I know I already oh, yeah, got there's, my like tools. Tools. there's like tools. There's like tools. Like you, you... knuckles, but I'm looking at like something to throw this time because everything's been kind of a fun. I mean, you you see like a toolbox. There's like a box of bolts. I mean, stuff like that. If you want to throw them, if you if you want something to really injure someone, is that what you're asking for? Or do you want something to distract someone? Um, I'm like e- either one. Like huh. I, maybe I'll pick up one of the boxes of the. Yeah, you find like the... a box of bolts. Bolts, yeah, studs, whatever they are, yeah, and then, uh, and then there's also like a wrench there, like a two-handed wrench. If you really want to come down on somebody, this would be a good way to smash someone's skull. Yeah, in. I just pick, I pick that up, and it'd be like, okay. oh, we got to get around him. It, it seemed like he'd come into this. Oh, all right. Um, can I also uh, look through a toolbox and see if I have anything? If there's anything more lethal than the drill I have? Um, I mean, there's like screwdrivers. There are some like, um. Yeah, I mean, a screwdriver would make a pretty good weapon in a pinch. Stuff like that, if you really, if you want to. Uh, you can find a wrench that's a little heavier. 
Um, and I think uh, you would be better off using, you'd be better off to use like a screwdriver or something smaller versus like where Kali's a little bit bigger than you, it would probably do pretty well with a wrench. And we're talking like with those big like leverage went, uh, wrenches, something like they could open up an airlock type thing. Ah, okay. Uh, then yes, I will just try to grab a long and sharp looking screwdriver. Not a problem. Yeah, you grab a nice screwdriver. Barrington, you're standing there uh, and you start hearing like boom, 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 shots coming at you and they go, come on out with your hands up right now. We, we, what are you going to do, Barrington? Come on up, they go. Yeah, they got bigger guns than what I got. <laughs> well, you, they have guns, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they, um, they, they see you, and you guys are standing there, and and uh, you guys kind of look back, and you see Barrington kind of walk out in the open, and go, oh, you know, and he's like covered like this this like brown and blue shit, and they just fucking annihilate him. You see the gunshots <laughs> go, and he sprays everywhere, just toast everything he's just shredded to pieces and they go jeez how the hell you can see them like they're like confused and worried about like this this breach of the thing and like and uh you see then like another person in like one of these back these kind of much more advanced back suits that come out and this guy he's not carrying any weapons and he kind of like has a, like some tools and some data pads that actually are working and he starts like kind of examining their stuff like he goes huh. and he seems to be examining them uh checking he goes it looks like it gives these guys some orders to kind of look around and, and uh, do a perimeter search. Wish I was a little bit nicer to the inners. I didn't know that they were about to die. Let's not make that us, huh? That's why I said we should let them go first. Into the afterlife, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's well played. Um... All right, so I gotta I gotta set my infection little overlay for the the stream there, real quick, guys. You um, I start making your way around the, to the berths, and you can see there's different ships docked there. Every single one though has the red light of like sh like station lockdown, berth inaccessible, a uh, C dock master for details is the common thing. Um. Getting past like a like a security like this is something you might be able to do, maybe, but you're not sure how much time it would take you to like try to hack through the the security system. Try to hack if you can cover me, but uh, to go fast, I'll try. All right, I'm gonna try to go fast. All right, Maeve, give me an intelligence test real quick. If you can figure out one of these real quick, and get a kind I'm of. I'm watching John and mm -hmm. listening for anything that might be coming. Sure. Give me a give me a hearing test, uh, Lisa. What'd you get, Maeve? Uh, an eleven. Okay, you come to this one and like it's whatever lockdown they're on. This is like it's a lockdown upon lockdown upon lockdown. Like these things are not going anywhere. Um, but these guys have to have some way to get off this place. They didn't they didn't come here to die. How you're thinking? They have, they have, maybe they have a ship or something. Oh, what'd you get on the hearing test, uh, Kalisa? Got um, a fourteen. Okay. You um, you take a second there, and uh, you're kind of listening around, and you can hear the mag boots coming down the the way. Uh, up in the distance, you can see a man in the advanced back suit with a assault rifle. Uh, looks like he's gonna make at least a pass by where you guys are. Uh, do you you think you might be able to sneak a little bit further to the next berth and try that one before he gets to you? But uh, you'd have to be quiet trying to do it. Or yeah, you could try to wait for him. Put a uh, ambush on. 
I kind of think, uh, I think that's what I'm going to do. I think that's what I'm going to do. All this running doesn't seem like it uh, doing very much. I, I just want to position myself. Uh, uh, and I, but I do tell like with the hand signals, like somebody come in and I, uh, you could keep going. I'm going to maybe try to cut it off. So, so maybe you see, you see, uh, Kalisa give you the signal where basically it's like, like wait for him to walk past me. I'm going to hit him in the back with the wrench. You stab him in the face. Okay, 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 all right. So, um, wait, give me, both of you, give me a stealth check. Should be pretty, this is actually a pretty stealth check. I'm gonna use a reroll. I'm gonna use the team reroll. Yes, use the team reroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14. 14, okay. Nine. Nine, okay. You're sitting there, and this, um, as you kind of come through, uh, the guy walks right past you where you guys are, and he kind of looks towards you, Kalisa, but you do have an edge on him. Give me uh, a, a, a fighting check. Uh, this is the um, with uh, this is just straight fighting would be with a heavy weapon. So just roll your fighting. Uh, so plus one. What is my what is my fighting? It's plus one. A plus one. Yeah. Um, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. You you do strike him. Uh, the damage on this is going to be two uh, d six plus two for you. Uh, that is a seven. Seven, okay. Your wrench comes down and you can feel like the gel in his armor start reinforcing his body as like as it uh, as it impacts on him. Doesn't penetrate him, um, but he's definitely distracted enough. Uh, Maeve, you have an opportunity here to try to give the stab on him. You want to go for it? I would love to. All right, so Maeve, this is going to be a fighting test for you as well. Uh, you roll 3d6 and add two to it. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You come up to him at GA doubles. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. You come up to him and you go to stab him. Uh, roll a d6 and add uh, three to it. Seven. Seven. Okay. Oh fuck! You got lucky. All right. You come up right behind him and you get him what's called we have a rule in this game called dead to rights, where they bypasses fortune. He's not aware of you. You come up behind him as he turns around to, to face uh, Kalisa and draws his rifle. And you stab him right in the side of the throat with the screwdriver. He <laughs> and he just kills over dead. Grabbing that rifle. All right, you grab the you rifle. Know, yeah, and I go, you know how to, you know how to fire one of these, and I, I, I like give it to you. I think I'm better with my fists than I am with this wrench, even. Do, do I know how to fire one of these? Uh, I think the answer is no. You're, you're, you're both <laughs> equally inept. I'll say that. <laughs> The ineptness is leveled here. Oh. Well, uh, if you feel like you're good with that wrench, maybe, maybe you keep going with that, uh, and I'll hang on to this. Yeah, let go before that, before somebody else coming. Okay. Uh, what do you do with the body? Uh, just drag it behind something, but okay. quickly. All right, you guys stash <laughs> it as best you can. Um. Babe has this assault rifle. Uh, you're holding it. It's pretty hefty. Uh, this thing, this is, it's, uh, here's the scary part for you, Maeve, holding this rifle. It's not that you've never shot someone, you just killed someone, which is kind of, you know, new, new to you, but you're pretty sure this rifle could put a hole through the side of the station. So this is a worry, this is always a worry for you, uh, Belters, is using, like, full-blown live ammo. So I have close quarters like this. Okay. 
Ah. Make the shot hit. <laughs> um, okay. So you um uh you guys check some more. You guys come to another berth here. Uh, this one's uh it's a, it looks like some standard cargo ship. Looks like someone was having coming out of the palace station, just kind of having a R and R thing before they go back to the the hall. Uh, who wants to make the check? Is that a Dave? Uh, yeah. Right, roll an intelligence check. So you put down the rifle and you start trying to hack through it. Uh, and give me a seeing test on this, uh, or hearing test. Your actually hearing test would be more appropriate for this for you, uh, Kalisa. What did you get, Maeve? I got a a fourteen total, and I got a six on the drama die. This one, um, you actually managed to kind of get into the security system a little bit, bypass the initial um, the initial uh, security level, uh, this initial lockdown. At least the local, at least the the, lo the localized one. Um, it looks like there's now like the system wide one that you're trying to get through, um, and everything. Uh, what'd you get on the hearing test, Kalisa? Eight. Eight. Yeah, you know, I mean, it sounds pretty quiet. You can only hear the kind of like the tapping on the terminal here, um, and these terminals seem to be working here too. Uh, you um, uh, maybe give me another technology test. So another check with the plus three. Um, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. This time you kind of you start going through it and the security is just up there. Um, you you're kind of looking at it and you think if you have more time you might be able to get through to this one. The problem though is you're looking at it and like if it's still like into this into this the system wide security there will be an alert notifying that this berth is trying to be accessed. I I try to communicate that. Quietly. Oh yeah, you guys can whisper, no problem. Yeah. Okay, I can whisper now. Yeah, you guys have to. I, I might be able to get in, but they're gonna know. How far are we from that body, John? I mean, it's on the next berth over, so it's probably a good like, uh, forty meters. Is meter. it possible for me to drag that body over, uh, leave it here, so we get in there and go up? It looks like we just make it look like this guy's been uh, trapped inside this thing. I'm sorry. Explain to me again. <laughs> Like, like, basically, if I pull that body over mm -hmm. there, can we make it like, just, uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah you would leave a blood trail for sure. I will say that because yeah. there's a lot of blood in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think we do? I, do every bird's gonna be like this. Is that the only way to the ships, right? I mean, we can get in and try to make a run for it. I don't know what else we can do other than we get through. We try to maybe jam the doors or, or something like that. Yeah, we can try it once we get through. I think we it's our only option right now, so. I mean, you saw what they did to that inn, right? He put a hand up and then they just put all the bullets in and what's that about? Why are these things happening? I don't know, and I don't really want to find out firsthand. Uh, so I'm just going to continue to attempt to get in. Uh, make another technology check and then give me a hearing test from uh, Kalisa. And Kalisa, you have a reroll now too. Someone, uh, someone's kind enough, our friend uh, LimeWire here, or, or hey, LimeWire. Thank you. Well, and they gave you the command to survive. Uh, did Double do anything on hearing tests? Because was there uh, Yeah, you, you, you can get five. more information. You want to do more information? Yeah, so that's a uh, 12 plus 5, that's 17, 18. And um, is it a, like, is this counted as an investigation or? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, if you see a feat that's appropriate, we'll go with that. Uh, what'd you get on the check there, Maeve? Uh, so I rolled double sixes, one on the drama die, one not on the drama die. Um, and so that's a total of, what? what's my plus for this? Two or three? Uh, three. So that's a total of 20. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually managed to bypass the, the, you managed to isolate this from system security. 
the the bird starts to like uh, it goes through the airlock now. Now you're just on the actual ship security, so you're actually into like the raw ship itself security system. Um, there's always a little question though, like once you do get a ship, will it recognize you and start up even for you, where you have to sit there and try to mess with it. Uh, what, uh, Kalisa, uh, do you have, do you have a stunt you want to do? 18, and then it's, I guess it's just the breakthrough. That's just the, no. like, what is it you get, like I, I mean, more? that's a, yeah, I mean, actually, really, it's probably, um, how about an intuition? Okay. So yeah. you, you realize that the, that these docks are kind of a U-shape, and you're also realizing that there's going to be a guard coming from the other direction here sooner or later. They're doing a sweep. Okay. So you have a you can keep an eye out for uh, the guy coming from that direction. They're going to be coming from this direction. Uh, is what it looks like. Uh, you think we just make a make a run for it through there, or you think we wait again and uh, try to grab him this time? Maybe we can make a run for it and then also grab him. <laughs> Get closer <laughs> yeah. to the ship, and if they come in, uh, stab, uh, I mean, I got this. The- that, that's better than this wrench. Uh, let go. I say we go run for it. Yeah. Uh, and we make a run for it? Where, where are you making a run for? Um, uh, did the door open? Or no, you have, you're now on the, the, the ship security. You have to get past the ship security. You got you got oh, it off the station security okay, sorry, and off the lockdown. Okay. I'm sorry, yeah. But the, but you can now probably, you have one more check here to try to do it. Okay, um, okay then I'm going to I'm gonna post myself up again. This time, like, uh, I'm, yeah. I'll you saw the rifle. Up. There's the oh, rifle available. So if you maybe want to use I'll the rifle. post myself up with the rifle. Hey, hey, hand me that thing. I don't know if I can use it very well, but at least I just uh, make it look scary. <laughs> and I just uh, kind of set it up against something uh, just for whenever they come. All right. <laughs> Here goes nothing. All right. Uh, technology test. Um. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah, you manage to get past the ship security, and the berth opens up to you into the interior of the ship. Whew. It's open. Come on. Um, Kalisa, hey, as you as you do, back, backing up, you see there's a there's a guy coming around the corner who goes, "What the hell? So stop right there!" And like you see, and I shoot. All right. Uh, so he uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, every of the two of you, those that are a lot, because only only living people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do we roll initiative? Uh, he's a dexterity check. So just roll three six out, out of your dexterity. I just goes first. Oh. Uh, mine's a 16, and I got a 6 on the drum die. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter on this one, but you got a 16. Very nice. What'd you get, uh, Jack Rabbit? 12. 12? Or not Jack Rabbit. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, in that mode. All right. Um, oh yeah, and you can, uh, by the way, everybody here, I forgot because we're at this stage in the game now, it is time to unveil our magic. We are now in the outbreak stage of the game. Okay. So, if we, if we, if we can learn to untangle these things, that was, uh, <laughs> tangling was the true enemy the whole time. Um, <laughs> I'm infested with tangling. What's up? Yeah, you I get it. Everybody got Yeah. Okay, you guys are infected. Like, everyone's nice. infected. I should it. It's not in me. I haven't been cut a nut in. Oh, it must be just about the Ertus. I get it. Sure, let's go with that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so, 
you get into the you uh, at the top of the initiative is uh, Mave. You um uh, you, you get into the ship no problem, and you're in like kind of a cargo bay area. There's like um like supply boxes and stuff like that too. You're not sure what any of those. There's probably a manifest somewhere, but it's it's not a very big ship. It's kind of a, a pretty basic like uh, straight hauler. Uh, not like a big living quarters. People on this are probably Belcher native, so they're not looking for all the comforts of all the fancy stuff that Earthers put on their ships. Definitely Frank, not Frank style. So what do you want to do? Uh, uh, okay, so I'm in. Is there like a very clear sort of like control panel? Oh, you have. Yeah, if you want to go to like the the the, the ship's operations, it, it's it'd be upstairs basically. Okay, I would like to go to the ship. All right, so you start you start going up the ladder, uh, trying to get that way. Is there any way to jam the way we came in? Uh, there's usually an emergency override on the airlock, so if you want to try to go in and do that, uh, when it's your turn, Kalisa, you can try to take a shot. Okay. As you do, the guy takes a shot at you, Kalisa. Uh, and he got a 13 to hit, uh, with, and you got a little bit of cover. Um, the shot rings off right in front of you in the uh, into like a barrel of stuff like that too. You can you see the little ping, whatever, and you see the shots, and you manage to get cover. Goes your turn, Kalisa. What do you want to do? I'm gonna shoot at him. Okay, roll your roll your shot. I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. Um, that's better. That is. That's a fourteen. Okay. You pull the trigger a bunch. Oh, I don't add anything to it, right? Uh, just just, uh, just accuracy. I think it's plus one. Okay, 15. You pull the trigger a bunch of times, hoping to squeeze off some rounds. Nothing happens. A little a little display on the side of the gun says, uh, unauthorized identity. Oh, oh hell. Uh, and the, I just will just, um, can I use my movement? Yeah, to you go into, yeah, into the, yeah, you into duck into the, the airlock. Yeah. Into the airlock. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, maybe it's your turn. You're, you're sitting there. Uh, you manage to get to off, no problem, actually. It's a pretty, pretty easy climb. Uh, the gravity here is kind of a... It's pretty easy to deal with. Um, you look at the ship, and, like, I mean, flying a ship is a whole other game to you. Um, make a... Uh, I'd make this a piloting test. So this is going to be raw um, just intelligence to see if you can figure out how to start this ship up. So roll uh, 3d6 and add your... Uh, intelligence? Intelligence, yeah. So I think it's plus two. Certainly try. Uh, <laughs> um, ten. Ten. Okay. Um, you have no idea how to start this ship. Uh, you're looking up and pulling up like help stuff and everything like that, and you're trying to get some help to do it, but you can't. Uh, it goes to their turn. Um, you can hear outside, Kalisa. They go. They're in this. They're on the. They're in dock. Uh, they're in dock one C. Uh, berth berth three. Make sure you get down here and bring support. Bring support. All right. And he's not like the guy's trying to rush you. He's not an idiot. Um, but they, uh, you can hear that he's calling. He's calling support. We got, and he's all uh, like, "There's blood stain." Jesus. Okay. So uh, goes to uh, Kalisa. What do you want to do? Do you want to hit like the emergency override thing on the in interior? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna hit the emergency override, and I'm gonna just be saying to Maeve, uh, uh, "They're coming for us. They know exactly where we are, man. They know where we are." You don't know how to start this, do you? Uh, I could, I could try, and I, I want to go up. Try fast. All right, you start. You turn. You you put the emergency override. The, the airlock cuts in. It's it's set up so it won't open up unless like with an, with an existing override, and it's set on a timer. 
Um, but you uh, you manage to go up there and start looking at the ops. Um, goes back to Maeve. Maeve, you're you're looking at this. Uh, you're taking another shot at it, making another intelligence check, see if you can get it started here. Eleven. <laughs> the Chinko machines are so simple. Uh, this this is a whole other uh, situation. Uh, and thank you to whoever Frank's mom is. Oh, mom, so sweet. Uh, and Kalisa gets a reroll. It was me. Uh, but mom says we miss you already, Francis. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you uh, maybe sure this. Uh, I mean, ships aren't your thing. You you leaving arrows? Um, what are you doing with your life? What is happening? You're starting to kind of like panic a little bit here, start freaking out a little bit. Um, you hear just people sitting up outside. Uh, it goes to uh, Elisa. What do you want to do? You want to try to start the ship up? I am. I'm gonna just be like, if Jack Rabbit can do this, it can't be that hard. I've seen her do it before, and make, just uh, make an intelligence check. I'm not very smart, y'all. <laughs> oh your... man, yeah, definitely not very smart. I'm gonna just use that reroll. Okay. Thank you for the reroll. That was a lot better. That was a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, I'm sorry. That's twelve. Twelve. Uh, I kind of. What am I gonna burn? It's probably not even anywhere near it, huh? Uh, no. You yeah. um, you go ahead and like you're you're trying to figure it out. And at some point, you like you guys are trying to figure it out. You feel like you're tense in a time, and all of a sudden, like it feels like you stop hearing the noises outside. You stop hearing like the guys rigged up. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, the ship's like like it gets kind of quiet where you are. Aside from the two of you just breathing and doing whatever. Why do we not hear nothing? Well, the ship's cams really easily. If you want to take a take a look in the, in the airlock, that wouldn't be a problem. Okay. Sure. You take a look at the airlock, and you can see that like the uh, the outer airlock, the one that goes to the berth, has been locked down as well. It looks like they've they don't really seem to care that you're in there. They just locked you in, locked you into the ship. Maybe we just ride it out? I, I, I mean, we're safe in here, right? The ship has rations, you, the galley's stocked. There's a fair amount of gear in here. I mean, there's nothing here for like a crew of six to last like two months. You guys can last quite a bit of time. Maybe we just hang out. I'm gonna look for more weapons in case they come back. Uh, give me a, this is a perception test for you, uh, Dave. Yeah. As you kind of, as you kind of like toss the ship. That is going to be a thirteen. Thirteen. Pretty easy to find, actually. Uh, you check the captain's cabin real quick, and you find like a pistol in the cabin, no problem. A decent caliber will do the trick, and it's not like locked down and all that kind of stuff, too. Um, okay. Um, what about you, Kalisa? Like, what do you want to do on this ship now that you kind of have like like a breather here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really just like watching the cameras, like seeing what kinds of things like are this. So our, our uh, terminals were down, but like, is there anything in the ship that's still connected to any of the sensors? If I'm like looking so at what else is the, happening in the station, the docks are actually interior to the station. Like there's like kind of like a like an interior area. 
and uh, you, you you figure out that the, the ship is actually clamped down by the docks, like it's actually held in place, so you'd have to be able to override those, which is a whole other set of controls, um, or blow them up somehow. And, uh, like, you're kind of like, what the hell? Um, looking at the exterior cameras of the ship, though, you can see there's a few other ships in the docking bay. Um, one of them, you're sitting there watching, and, like, a few, like, a, like a, about an hour after you guys get in the ship, like, you're watching this, this ship, and it's got some lights kind of going. You think, there's some, you think there might be someone in there. And you start seeing it, like, the ship actually, like, turn on the thrusters and starts trying to move out of the docking bay. It looks like some sort of like gas hauler, some sort of like awkwardly like put together gas hauler, like but Bar Barata's gas hauling or something like that. And you notice like it kind of starts moving, it starts pulling, like it's like pushing pretty hard on these on these um, clamps. And all of a sudden you see these like explosions happen around the edge, the the exterior of it, and like the gas hauler parts, like the the gas tanks, all just kind of explode and kind of drift off, and the ship just like rips its ass out of the freaking docks. Is there a way to call them, like on the? You want to try to type beam them? Yeah, I want to try to type beam them. Okay, give me a technology test on that real quick. Uh, this is the intelligence test. Really good at intelligence, y'all. Uh, that's gonna fail. Okay, you you bring up you bring up the type beam and like you can't quite get it coordinated because they they got past the dock, so you don't have a direct line of sight on them by the time they get out. Um, and nobody then... got out of here. Well, can we do what they did? Let's, I guess we try it again. It takes you a few hours, and you, you eventually got to figure out how to start the ship up. Uh, the reactor kicks on. Uh, the ship powers up. You get ready to kind of burn. Um, I need both of you to make a constitution stamina test. So just probably constitution straight. Or actually, for me, you actually have a plus three. You actually have the stamina skill. Very nice. Got a six on the drama. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen, very nice. Uh, fifteen for me. Fifteen. When you shortly after you start the the reactor, you start feeling like uh, you feel like there's something going on in the base of the ship, like like in the engine room. That just seems really interesting to you. What do you mean? Uh, seems really like what? What does it mean exactly? Like you start feeling kind of like. I mean, you, you kind of like, you know, you grab some snacks in the galley or whatever it is when you have, when you have a moment, but then like that hunger kind of like comes back and there's kind of like a tingle. It's like, it's almost like the hunger is like in your skin, not in your stomach. And you can kind of feel that like a pull towards like the engine room. You feel, uh, you feel that like, uh, I don't know. It, it feels like, uh, I mean, I just ate some taste, but it, it feels like, uh, like I'm really, really hungry. Like, just like, gotta. I, I, I think there may be some more, some more things to eat down in the, in the, in the, that room down there. I think that's where the engine is. But I don't know. That don't make any sense. But I just, I just feel like there's something to eat, man. I'm just really hungry. Do I also feel this way or no? Yeah, you start feeling a little bit. Like there's something, like there's something up in the engine room. It just seems, it just seems interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should, we should go look. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe maybe there's something there that can help us get out of here, down in that engine room. I feel like that's where the answers are. Maybe there's something down there. Uh, yeah, l let's be careful, though. And I load my pistol. <laughs> yeah, no, I just got my tungsten knuckles now. Uh, all this wrench, wrench pistol stuff. Uh, all we gotta, if I'm gonna go out, I go out with my fist this time. It's the only way I ever got through life anyway. 
You head on down to the, the engine room, uh, the, the reactors, and you can see the bottle for it. And as you get down there, like the hunger starts to kind of like abating, but you feel like the tinge, you feel like the, the tingle uh, becoming more active. Like your skin is, I don't say on fire, but like, yeah, it's, it feels like little bursts of like uh, flows through your skin as you're uh, coming on down there. Steps maybe the 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 contamination into air. Is this what radiation poisoning feels like? <laughs> uh, maybe we got to make this thing move out of here. Maybe we got to get it to go. But I just really want to go, go check that out. Maybe just just do let's just do it real quick. Let's just look at it real quick, and then and then maybe we just go gun it like that at a ship did. Yeah, let's try that. So you go back up to the um, where the, uh, the 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 come out of the reactor, and you can feel a little more. Um, go up and you punch down on the, the reactors up. You punch down on like the accelerator. The docking clamps hold you down. Do you want to try to like light up like the Epstein drive, like do the full blown thing? You're going to melt a pretty good part of the station doing that. And it's very dangerous, but it is something you guys could try, although neither of you are an adequate pilot. Hell, you might just put yourself through the side of the, sh the, the station. Is that something like, um, like, you know, whatever I just watched happen, is that what just happened that I watched with that other ship that got out of here? They were able to, it looks like the clamps were on the, the tanks, and they, they, they basically let go of the tanks to get loose. Where you are actually clamped on by the hull directly. So you'd probably rip a good part of the hull off doing this. Luck been uh, pretty good so far. We've been about 50-50. Two of us died, two of us still here. This feels like a flip of the coin now, Maeve. What you thinking? Well, so far the coins flip pretty good for a belt loudest, so we might as well keep trying. Oh, I think you this the is our only shot. You the one has all the luck, man. I, think, I, say, I say it's all you. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Alright. Give me a pilot chest, maybe. This is a dexterity chest. If you can figure it out. Eight. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen, alright. You punch you the reactor. Uh, you feel the clamps, like, pulling on it. The reactor going, you can, you're pretty sure you're melting the ship in the next berth as you're punching it. Um, flagging the whole, like, a good portion of the docks. These docks will never be used again, but there's probably other reasons for that, too, now. And you, like, manage to kind of, like, to, to uh, jerk it around a little bit, but, like, the clamps hold. Uh, and you can you start hearing the hull and the superstructure give way, and all these warning screens start coming up saying, like, potential hull breach, uh, thin hull, uh, all this stuff. So it's kind of now a matter of, like, if you try this, you might just rip the ship apart. I don't know. It's, it's not working in the same way. Maybe we try it again. I don't know what else what else did it do. Ride it out. You guys got supplies? I think you could probably last in here for a good eight, nine months on this ship. Maybe we just hang out. Uh, and I just like sit down and then I just like, I'm like, I mean, Maybe we're gonna be here a minute together. I don't even know anything other than your than your name and you got those balls in your pocket like you're doing some kind of shady things, you know. I 
I was gonna lie to you and say I don't know what you're talking about, but um, we're gonna be stuck here for nine months. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very good at gambling, and not just because I cheat. Well, I'm really good at gambling too, and it's not because I cheat. I, I mean, I know how to make money when you're a boxer. I know how to take a hit. That's true. We're be down, yeah. We're just kind of, yeah. Dave, Kalisa, the two of you take your time here on the ship. Uh, it's got some some walking name. It's kind of it's got kind of like this wonky name, and it's kind of funny because now you're talking about gambling. You look at the name of the ship, and the name of the ship is the roll of the dice. You spend about three days on it, kind of thinking, and all of a sudden, uh, you're. And if you take a look, you get a little alert on the comms. It says there's like some movement on the outside of the uh, 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 the airlock. There's something out there. Can I can I see? Yeah, you can you pull the camera. Yeah, you can pull, yeah, the, okay, pull the camera up. You pull the camera. You get kind of a look through the airlock windows and such, and you can see standing there, like kind of like knocking on the door. Worse for wear, honestly. You see Dr. Barrington. Mm. In his, in his, like, it is like torn up thing, and he looks pretty torn up. He's definitely got some blood on him. He's got some wounds, but he's like standing there, like tapping on the the door. But you can't there, hear him or anything, yeah. Is there like some sort of speaker system where I can like talk to him from um, inside the not yeah, where I you, hear him, you, but just where I could like make an announcement. Yeah, sure. You you can you can kind of put a message through the airlock at least, so he would he might be able to hear it. Like it'll be kind of like it'll be dampened for him. You might be able to hear it. All right, I I attempt to to speak to him. You you pull it up. What are you gonna say, Doctor? Uh, how how did you survive? <laughs> and you 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 see him kind of like tapping on the like as he as you're guessing he kind of hears because he gets kind of pretty easily tap on the glass. He's like. He's trying to, like, he wants to, like, be let in. He's, like, tapping on the glass. Kalisa? Kalisa? Uh, I don't know if we should let him in. Uh, hey, uh, hey, man. Would it, uh, just, uh, knock like, uh, knock like, uh, three times in a rapid way if you, if you, if you're okay, man. If you can hear me, three he times keeps, like real fast. Keeps on tapping at the same pace he's tapping at. Sounds up with that guy. I don't like that. That's probably safe. <laughs> Quite and, he, <laughs> and he kind of like he kind of like. How long are you guys gonna watch him for before you do anything? He's not saying anything. He's just tapping on the. He's just tapping on it like. Um. Can I? So he's tapping on the glass. Yeah, like you guys, there's like, a, there's like a window about yay big on the, okay. on the airlock. You can kind of see through and it's, it's him. It's his face. You can see his like facial hair and his, you know, he's just he's just tapping on the glass. Like he's like, but you can't really hear him or he's not using the comm and into the, into the place. If if we open this, I think you have to be ready to hit him with the wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Does that mean we open in this? I mean, maybe he knows how to fly a ship. I mean, he did say that he didn't know how to fly a ship, but uh, maybe he knows slightly better than we do. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty true. Uh, hey, John, have we seen anyone else in this entire time? No, no one else. 
How the heck you get past all those gunshots, man? Okay, I think, I don't I think know. that's a. I'm I'm looking around like like wrench seemed to be the only way. Uh, I mean, you guys have like, we you have a pistol. Yeah, I've got my gun. And you I, have uh, uh, okay. the. I mean, there's like a machine shop full of stuff like knives. I mean, there's stuff if you need to hurt someone, you can hurt someone. Um, but the wrench is actually not a bad one to do. It, it's pretty big. <laughs> I say over the comms. Okay, we are going to open this door. Okay. Alright, and as you, when he said, like, the, like, he kind of, like, it looked like he was kind of, like, losing interest, and he was getting ready to move on, and then he, like, sees it, and he kind of, like, realizes it and starts tapping on the glass again. Uh, but don't try anything, or we will kill you. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you, you head down it's to the... waiting. You head down is to... Is, am I fighting with brawling? Is that what I'm doing with this? Uh, brawling is your hand, is, is, like, your knuckles. Is my knuckles? Yeah, okay. you're you're better with the the, the, the fisticuffs than the uh, the wrench. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you uh. Okay. You guys head on down to the uh the cargo bay, and you can see the airlock there, and you can kind of see through the glass. You can see Doctor Barrington on the other side of it, kind of standing there, like tapping a little bit. He looks worse for wear. It looks like he's beaten up. He's probably like dehydrated, maybe even starving, wounded for sure. All right. Uh. I'm gonna open it. On the on the count of uh, after the count of three, uh, so one, two, three, and then I'm gonna open it. Okay. <laughs> open the thing. Okay, and I'm just gonna uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, before what? you open the thing, how do I know if I hit him on the head with the wrench or what? Uh, uh, if he tries to kill us or or vomit on us or otherwise infect us. We might have to figure that one out in the moment. Okay, that uh, sounds but good. But the signal uh... is wrench. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, you uh, you hit the gate, uh, Maeve, and 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 Kalisa's there. And the first door, the first the door, the inner door, the one on the ship opens up, and after it does, uh, for a brief, like second, uh, Kalisa, you lose sight of Doctor Barrington in the window. And when you when it opens up all the way through the window, you don't see him there anymore. Where uh, You could go up to the window and look around, maybe if you want to, or you could check the cams or check the cam. Yeah. Right, check the outside camera again, and you can see what looks to be like an arm or something like that on the ground. Uh, like off, uh, kind of off the edge of the camera. You can't make out the body, but you can see like, like it looks like there's someone around the edges of the berth, uh, just off, the, uh, just off the edge of the camera. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Uh, is so just for Layla Landron, Is it something like doors open, arms around the side, like? It looks like it's actually it's actually a fair ways from the door. It's probably like a good like two three meters from the airlock. I mean, it's a distance. It's a decent distance. It's not like they're trying like they're up against the wall to get ready to ambush you. It's like they're it looks like they moved on maybe. Maybe he's gone. Why? Why would it? Hey, wait a minute though. How would he have even known we were in this ship? Maybe close that door a minute. All right. Close the door. How did? It, if he come in looking for us, how would he even know? 
maybe he tried all of them and and uh, and this one worked maybe he's been out there tapping on all of them yeah okay maybe maybe okay maybe i'll go out there and, and maybe i go out there and see if you're all right and looking at the camera again it looks like the arms actually maybe like it actually looks like it's on the ground it looks like maybe he passed out or something like that or kind of stumbled off maybe he's really injured he didn't look like he was in great shape when he was tapping on the glass all right i mean i think you could take him i'll, I'll open it up and and uh, you holler if you hear anything, if it's bad. <laughs> okay. But, he, he, grab that screwdriver again. Oh, you know, you have the pistol. Okay. I'm going to go out there. You go on out. Carefully, quietly. Give me, give, me, give, me a, give me a stealth check as you try to be quiet. And you have yeah. Maeve with a gun on the on the door. 16. Taking ever so slightly. <laughs> 17. Doubles on the sixes. Six on the drama die. Come quiet. Come up stealthy. You come around quiet. You have the wrench ready. You look in the direction where you saw, like the last saw, like the sign of, of them. Um, you can kind of see, like, be behind some of these crates that you guys were hiding about behind earlier and stuff like that too. Uh, you can see what looks to be like uh, a bare arm, a, uh, a left arm, uh, obviously human, like uh, of an earth or kind of decent amount of muscle mass laying on the ground there. Uh, do you want to go inspect it, or like it's not the arm itself? It looks like it's attached to something on the other side, but you're not sure what. It's not a disc. Looks like no, not like you know, an it's arm not, it's separate not a body. No. no. Uh, I want to call out a little bit. Hey, hey. The arm kind of twitches a little bit, like it's like trying to like. It looks like it's like it's trying to like reach out and try to crawl, like like who's ever there is still kind of conscious, but they're barely moving. And I'm gonna turn whatever maybe. Uh, I think he's down on the ground, eh? Uh, can you see him? Uh, and I'm gonna take something I would have grabbed that I can toss. If not, I have those bolts yeah. or whatever. Uh, and I just want to like kind of toss it at him. All right, you toss a bolt over there. The arm, as you do, like the arm kind of like twitches a little bit as it, as the bolts hit or hits around it. Like it's reacting to it. Like maybe like they're still conscious. Like they're 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 still reacting to things around them. They're aware of something. It's it's definitely getting stimuli. Not yeah, dismembered. I'm, I'm gonna creep up with the yeah. with the wrench right. kind of there. Just being like, hey, I'm gonna give you one chance. Uh, it, it, as long as uh, you just just give me some sign you're okay, and I won't smash you on the head with this thing, man. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to smash you on the head you, with this thing. You come around the corner, and you see the arm of what's connected to. It's connected to. You start seeing like the edge of it, and like where the bone is coming out of it, um, but it's not dismembered. It's still attached to something. And as the bone comes out, you can see that like the, the top part of the, the the arm bone as it comes out is actually blending into what looks to be like about two vertebrae. And on the other end of that, it looks like part of a pelvic bone is the best your best guess. And attached to the pelvic bone on the other end, you can see what looks to be maybe like a half or a quarter of a face. And it a single eye kind of starts looking, darting around as you come around the corner, and the hand I'm starts like, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. the it hand starts kind of twitching good. a little bit. No, 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 no! And I just am. Um, right, you come back in, in. back in, okay. back in, and I'm what and I'm it? just saying it would like an arm attached to like uh somebody's like hip bone, and then a face attached to the thing. Uh, was it bare? Not right, man. Was that his I, face? Was it his face? No, it was not. But as you as you come back to the to the door, you see Barrington. 
on the other side of the of the berth uh, where where you weren't, and he's kind of like uh, kind of stumbling towards you a little bit. He still seems to be on his feet, kind of coming towards you. You can see his gunshot wounds. You can see how torn up his clothes are. Uh, you can see that he's drooling a little bit. There's like brown goo and several like uh, blue crystals growing out of like his stomach. And he's kind of like looking around you and like he's his eyes open up a little bit enough to see you and he seems to recognize you. Hey, hey, man. Uh, you, you okay? He says, help me. And he starts like taking steps towards you. Uh, and I'm like backing up a little bit because I'm like, I don't know. You just, I mean, you, you maybe should have found a way to wash your hands or He's something because like, yeah. some weird stuff's on you. Yeah. And you like, like a little bit of like, like this, like, like this brown uh, with like like little small like kind of like uh, beige and brown and, and brown and like blue chunks come out and they start drooling on his shirt and he's like oh, he keeps like, coming towards you a little bit like, very slowly though he's not very fast yeah I mean I remember when you were talking about your friend's leg like you're gonna chop it up I don't think we can chop everything off you man <laughs> this thing is like all over you oh man Babe, you, you gotta you, get out of here he's not you see in the in the airlock way, you can see uh, Kalisa trying to negotiate with Barrington as he's coming towards her, and he's in like disheval. I mean, he's full of wounds. Yeah, I'm gonna to... shoot him if I can. Right. Roll three, <laughs> throw, roll three six, and add your uh, accuracy skill to it, or your stat to it, which is I think you have, so you have a plus one. Uh, yeah. Whew. Uh, that is a twelve. Not a problem to hit. Uh, roll a two d six and add uh. Your perception actually plus three. Oh. Yeah, that's one thing I love about the expanse. Uh, I love about the age system uh, is that you use perception to measure range damage, not dexterity. Oh, that's oh, and that's that's good. That's that's fourteen. <laughs> your shot rings out. You put a shot in his head, and he it just explodes everywhere. Oh. And uh-huh. <laughs> you can see as as it does. You can see as what's left of like his like spine and so that. Uh, Underneath it, there, Kalisa got a pretty good look. There's like blue crystals replacing major portions of where his spine was. He's still moving toward me, even though we get this shot. Oh no, he's he's toast. He he falls to his knees and falls over. The blast. Uh, you can see the body's twitching a little bit here and there. I'm gonna run back inside. It'd be like shut that door. I don't know what the heck happened out there, but we gotta stay in here. We gotta just keep riding it out. We can't go out again, okay? We don't go out again. You didn't get close to him, did you? I, I don't think so. And then I look, look at myself like, do you, it. Yeah, no. I mean, there's like, there's like, you managed to manage to get away from it all. Okay. You guys, lock the ship back down. Three days later, I need both of you to make a willpower self-discipline chest. This is willpower. Twelve. Well, okay. okay. 14. 14. Okay. Um, Kalisa, hallucinations start appearing to you. Uh, you start feeling like depressed and missing your, realizing you're never going to see your best friend Jackrabbit again, who you just talked to not too long ago. Um, the, uh, you see, you, you, every time you go up to the pilot deck, you look at the pilot seat and you see her sitting there and she's just kind of smiling at you, bouncing around, saying, come on, we're going to have a good time today. Like, we're going to have a good time today. Yeah, yeah, man, don't, don't, just keep, quit, why are you always bouncing around like that, man? I just, it's giving me a headache. Uh, it's not fun in here, we've been in here a long time, Jack Rabbit. 
You don't. Who are you talking to? This is my friend Jack Rabbit. Just you can't get her to shut up. How can you not hear that? And there's no one there. Uh, I think maybe you should try to get some rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Rabbit, I'm gonna go lay down for a bit, huh? Just make sure you fly us out of here like you're saying. Get the chip going up. You're better than this. And I I'm go. When you go to clean up, Kalisa, as you uh, probably one of the jumpsuits on the ship, you uh, you start noticing these little like bra- like these black splotches on your skin beneath uh, just happening around. Uh, some of them are like on your stomach, on your legs. Some are uh, emulating from like uh, moles that you've had since you were a kid. They're just kind of all over the place now, starting to appear. Uh, same goes for you, Maeve. You, you've started seeing these splotches, but you haven't told Kalisa about it yet. Washing them. No, 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 None of it helps. It does help with the nausea. Like, you keep on feeling like you want to throw up once in a while. You wake up in the middle of the night, like, you feel like you got some bile in your throat. Just kind of stuff that happens when you're a kid. But, like, you're managing to abate the nausea, but, like, it's, it, it's still... The, your skin starts itching. The little spaces start kind of, like, becoming harder. Um, and it's getting to a point where you can't hide from each other. You're both succumbing to whatever the hell this is. All right. So, uh, I think it's time we talked about whatever's happening to us. I just don't understand why nobody else come here, you know? We've been here for, for, for days now. I think everybody else is dead. Maybe we gotta get, maybe we gotta just push the ship out. Maybe we gotta give it one last try. You jackrabbit, shut up, man. I know I can try it on my own. Uh, maybe we just give it a give it another go. Uh, give me, uh, maybe give me another self discipline test. Uh, you're finding this like constant talking of uh, Elisa's damn annoying. Uh, yeah, that is a ten. I mean, she's gonna go to sleep sooner or later. You can probably shut her up. Maybe. Let's let's sleep on it, and then we can try we can try again in the morning. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I go I go lay down. And when she uh, is asleep, I will. It's the most humane way to do this. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. I, what's your most successful way you've had so far? Just put more on my well, question. Yep, that is what I'm going to do. Old old, um, old sticky is when she's asleep, laying on her back, I'm going to take the screwdriver and I'm just going to use my body weight to just push it through her throat. Give me, give me a stealth check. Will do. <laughs> it's a six on the drama die. Um, and a 16 total. Oh, man. You sneak in the room. Kalisa, you wake up to, like, Maeve above you and you're not able to breathe. You're not able to... You can feel the gurgling in your throat. 
as something occupies it. You do notice, though, before falling unconscious, you see, like, little blue dots emulating from Maeve's mouth hovering around her eyes. They seem excited, interested, knowing exactly what's happening. And I imagine I can't speak, but I do the, like, hand signal that basically says, those things are real pretty as I die. Yes. Maybe you're on the ship alone, frustrated. Uh, you do have one friend left here, though. The reactor. What do you What do you say to your friend? Well, it's just you and me now. Either uh, we're getting off of this together, or we can just stay here. It, it's hum reminds you of like your mother reminds you of like it of this kind of uh, friendliness this companionship always going to be there for you this reactor will last for many many years much longer than anyone you've ever known maybe it is the way uh quick side implication being <laughs> Can I blow myself up? I guess is the real uh, question. I mean, I'll be honest, your character doesn't have the technical skills to blow up the reactor, but you certainly could, like, caress it. It is a nice mm. orb inside of a room. Yeah, I'm just going to hold the lovely orb. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's a giant, like, sphere in the room, but like, you can go up and touch gonna, it. Yeah, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to embrace the lovely orb. You, as you touch it, you, there's a quick realization as you, as you actually you start realizing the truth of the situation. You see your hand touch it, and your hand begins to grow and take on, starts embracing the reactor. You realize that you and the reactor should just be one. That would be the ideal situation. All right, then I give myself over to becoming one with the reactor. Takes a few days, time, as you spend time in there. Not eating, because you don't need to eat anymore. It doesn't, that sustenance is be, well before your, your current form. You don't walk anymore. You just, your arm has grown into this mass amount of flesh around it. Uh, slowly over time, your torso and your head are absorbed into the reactor. And you s just start feeling full and that the future will unfold. And there's now another consciousness coming to it. And in fact, you hear no longer Elisa, Barrington, Frank's voices. You hear all of Eros. You hear the voices of thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, speaking in unison together, all with the quest of wanting to reach out and learn a true glory, a true consciousness. And then those voices die. And then the voices are reborn and they die and they reborn as you are dead and reborn over and over and over and over again. That's it, folks. All right. Yay. All right. Thank Yay. you. Well done. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Now, I hope that was fun. I hope we got our goal, guys. We got three thirty. Yeah. We're at 3.30. Thank you so much, everybody, for donating. Thanks, everyone. I will go through, and uh, I'll follow up with anything here. Thanks, Frank's mom. 
make, uh, make Miss Segura proud. And uh, yeah, we thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with us and coming on to do this great cause. Thank you, Ty. That was super cool. Uh, we appreciate you coming and giving a quick quick glimpse and just donating to a great cause, everyone. There's still uh, stuff going on. Great. I will uh, talk. I, I can talk more about this later on. I got to kind of process it. Um, thank you, uh, everyone, Sam. Scott, Emily, Troy, all of you guys for coming and playing with us today. That was that Emily and Troy. It was so fun to play with you too. Thank you for oh having us. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad to be here. Thank it was a blast. Thank you. Oh, this is this is the perfect um, catapult into Halloween weekend. May That's I just right. Say. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I have the creeps right now. It's so, I, so do I. Yeah. That was it great. Is, you know, and part of the reason I like the expanse so much is that it is a blend of of different types of genres, sci-fi, but there's obviously a horror element here, and oh, yeah. there's a lot of horror in the first novel, and I think it's good to explore that stuff, and I think Eros is just a horrific uh, piece here, so we got to do kind of a lot of fun stuff here with the with all that. Yeah. Um, it hit all the notes, that's for sure. There was funny stuff, there was really dark stuff, there was some really gross stuff, and then my shoe. I mean, all that stuff was really great. I, I really enjoyed that Scott was like, I'm going to die. Watch me, watch me die, guys. This is really awesome. <laughs> and it was a pretty gruesome death. It was very Dead Space-ish, you know, uh, which is another one of my favorite horror sci-fi uh, pieces, too. So I loved all that. And we had the lights, which is a lot of fun. So, But thank you, everybody, for watching tonight. Um, anything? Uh, let me go do the giveaway real quick. Yeah, uh, the normally, and the money raised. And the money raised. Yes, we got. We're at three hundred thirty dollars, so we broke our goal. That's super cool. We're ten percent over. Uh, that will we'll keep that up all week. So in case people want to donate later on, they can donate also. Uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to kill any of the players because they're already dead. Uh, <laughs> but um, last chance to get the giveaway. It is uh, take this is the uh, giveaway word. So you want to enter that? I will go ahead and I will pull a name. A window. There it is. All right, got quite a few entries. Oh, wow, cool. All right, here we go. Last chance, and we pull the number, and it is Gabriella24. Gabriella24. I will go ahead, and I'll contact you on Twitch and get you your prizes, which are these cool little survival patches. Uh, Barata, Skas, uh, the medic patch, and the CPM patch. By the way, did you guys catch what I did with the ship that escaped? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I would make sure I had, I had to do that. I had to have something like that in there, kind of a glimpse of it uh, and the light, too, so... Thank you so much. Um, the uh, we had an absolute blast with all this, guys, and I look forward to um, more games. And we have our, our own home game, our normal game of Our Express, which is continuing on, is Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Uh, please watch the next two episodes because we got a lot of stuff to announce. It's going to be super cool. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, for hanging out. I really appreciate you guys doing this, and it's a great cause. So, thank any last you. words? Thank you, everybody. Miss you, kiss Happy you. Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> killing, this, killing this scary. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>